0: Oh my God! Welcome back, everybody. Quite the long break. That was our official summer break. We'll call it that <laughs> between Memorial Day week and weekend, and work, and graduation, and game addiction. It's all game, game addiction. <laughs> all the fun. All the fun. All the fun. <laughs> So I'm going to take us back a bit because it has been a while since we played and I think a bit of a refresher might be in order. The team had suddenly become affiliated to a particular crime lord or at least seemed to have accepted the fact that Xanathar's henchmen and soldiers have taken over Skullport. And kind of in a strange way, aided and abetted by the group a bit. Um, But this is when we said goodbye to Rahi and hello to Rahi's physician, uh, Shogo. Um, And the team uh, took a week, took some time to go back to Waterdeep, spend some of their money, do some additional research, have conversations with family members and plan their next moves to get deeper into the Undermount. After leaving Skullport, after their return, they found the arcane entrance into the mystical multidimensional world of one of the students of Black Cloak. Here, they came in contact with some pretty rare magic, as well as Wintrude had discovered an interesting deck of cards. She pocketed those cards, but, but I believe you pulled one or two cards, right?
1: Uh, first, The first card I pulled um, caused me to lose all my non-magical material goods. That's right. And then the second card um,
0: gave me a boon of a, a, a scroll of Plane Shift. That's right. And that was talking about pure luck because... I believe that was utilized to get you guys out of the arcade maze and to the entrance of the tomb of the elemental tomb. Unfortunately, the entrance of the elemental tomb was guarded by a dragon, but once the dragon was defeated, the team then proceeded down through the door and in to the elemental tomb and into the darkness below. And with that in mind, We are on our day 15 of our subterranean travels. Stand in the stairwell, looking down into an arcane mist that is swirling at your feet. You're on stairs, at least it feels like stairs. You could feel that this space is a little bit more tangible than that strange multi-dimensional area that you were in. This feels like you're back in the prime space of the Undermountain, but it already feels older, like you feel like you're walking in steps that no one has walked on for a very long time. The stairs continue twenty feet ahead of you into the swirling fog. What would you guys like to do? You know
2: that who here has the best senses? Who wants to I take point?
3: Uh, obviously, it's me. I <laughs> Well, you're, you're
4: a ranger, right? You, th- this this is your forte.
3: Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying.
1: Well, let's let's go
5: for
0: it. So that, Galmir, you're taking the lead. Who's coming up behind Galmere?
5: I on um, uh, me, uh, Alexander. Okay. He runs right behind him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the immortal
0: did, did have, and the insane leading the group. Taking
1: sure <laughs> or,
0: or maybe not that long.
1: They're just fearless. That's just
2: their power. That's up to you guys.
0: I would would say if you guys want, um, during your search of the uh, Elemental Tomb entrance, um, you could go ahead and indicate a short rest if you want off of that.
5: Yeah, definitely want to. Cool.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, I did lose a a little near half my health.
6: Also, you guys would get... uh, Song of Rest, Yep, an extra 1d8 hit points. I guess I'll roll roll the 1d8, I guess. Yep.
1: So an an extra extra uh, 1d8 to what we're doing.
6: Seven hit points. Nice. Nice. Thank (laughs) you. Oh, seven 10th hit points? Yep. No, real hit points. Oh, real? If you you take a short rest, if you use a – Yes,
0: that's true. Yeah. Okay. Let me roll here. Let me take the short rest. Was that 10,
1: 16?
6: Uh, so 23. Okay. I can
1: math like match. the peoples do. All right.
5: Uh, oh, I, I forgot. I uh, warlocks, they, they recharge all their spell slots on short rest. That's like their Wait, benefit.
0: Do they?
5: Yeah. Yep. That's like Fucking they're huge. Warlocks. That's what they're trying to change with the, the new 1D&D.
0: Why? Warlocks are already <laughs> squishy. Well, you're a battle warlock. They're
5: though. trying to make it long rest but give them more slots. That's what they're trying to change.
0: Well, there's mm-hmm. nothing like so, more slots after a long rest. Um, <laughs>
6: well, I, guess, and I guess before we go, I would like to use my Inspiring Leader uh, to give everyone temporary hit points. Go for it. That's just 15 flat.
0: Okay.
2: 15. During Man. the long rest, I would, oh. sorry, short rest, I would like to try and extract the uh, uh, the acid glands from the black dragon. So
1: just to I, verify, just just to get the yes. rest step out of the way, 15 temporary hit points.
2: Yes, First.
6: and plus
1: okay. Yeah, that, the seven,
2: previous number I got, off your, yeah. Off your <laughs> heel.
6: We all get 15?
0: Uh, plus, Shogo, yeah. I think we already did that before we took our break.
2: Uh, I didn't actually get a chance to, well, I yeah, we, we w- did. We started did
0: all of rolls and stuff. Yeah. Someone rolled something and then
6: we left it to be figured out when we came back, I think. I forget what it was, though.
0: Huh? Uh, oh, you know what? Might have been the glandular extraction. Um, let me. I don't remember taking notes for that.
2: Uh, it's all right. Um, we don't need to do that. I, I, thought you,
0: I thought you collected three doses of the acid. For some I reason, that number is sticking in my right? head. But go ahead, since it's stuck in my ancient crown, uh, go ahead and write down three doses of acid. Is what you recovered.
2: Gotcha. Yep. Thank you.
0: Yep, because it's stuck in my head. For some reason, it's there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use it since it's in my head.
1: There was like a series of skill based roles that that he was doing to Yeah,
0: it, maybe it was for the acid, and I forgot to resolve that before we went forward. So I got Gelmir and Alexander in the lead. Gelmir and Alexander, give me perception checks, please, as you begin to lead the rest of the team down the stairwell into the fog.
3: Oh. That's a 13 with a plus 10, so 13.
0: <laughs> uh, will, you, will you check? Perception. Is What'd you get? Right. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see Gelmir and the Immortal are in front.
6: <laughs> we're, not, we're not perceiving much out here.
0: Yeah, we're doing great, guys.
6: Never so who's, more following, hey, who's hey.
0: following Alexander? Well, I'm
2: in the back. I'd say so, yeah. I'm following Alexander, but I've instructed Mika to stick by uh, Wintrude. Okay. I just get the sense that Winshrewd is one of the more sensible people. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: we'll see what this I, deck of I, is, I, bro. I, I, I'm perfect. I, I, I don't understand.
1: Uh, um, yeah, so then I'll follow Shogo. Okay. So, so Tyr can, can remain. Tyr, if that's if that's what you want to be doing is bringing up the the end there.
0: Okay. The oh, fog is almost like a thick blanket of, like, humidity. Um it's it's a little bit strange in the sense that you're not entirely sure that you're breathing air at this point but it, it, you can feel the moisture of it collecting on your form as you go deeper and deeper until gelmer you feel your feet find like a stone floor and for you gelmer because your height the fog is like right at your eye level But as Alexander steps off the stairs behind you, it's more at his like waist and midriff level at this point. Um, The two of you are standing in a round stone room with three feet deep of fog, kind of like filling, or maybe a mist. It's hard to know for sure. It fills this round room, and there are three hallways: one directly in front of you one slightly to the right and one slightly to the left. And the mist kind of boils down each one of the hallways. The mist okay. itself gives off a strange kind of blue illumination. So you can kind of see as if it's dim light currently mm. because of the mist. I think with the mist being this height, I would jump onto Gribbitz's back so I can ride. And <laughs> pull, pull yourself up, up and Gribbets is up, kind of hovering nearby. The rest of you step off the stairs so that all five of you are now in this round room with the three hallways, three feet, t- three feet, th- three feet density of mist, and a blue illuminated fog that's kind of like giving dim light in the round chamber. So, right. which path? Let's do all of them. Let's split up.
4: No. <laughs> ah. we go. We. Okay, I know I've lost all my materials. I even... Well, well, wait, Galvia, don't you have... I lent you Dirk's Darin dungeon delving.
3: Nope. Did, you, did you read it? <laughs> uh, I, I lost it because of that magic thing. N-
4: no, <laughs> magic only affected me.
3: Yeah, it was yours, so it went away too.
4: That. In any case, left. Left. Let's go to the left.
2: Sounds good to me. Let's go to the left.
3: And I'll go up the middle.
4: No, we're we're all going to the left. We're not splitting the party. That is a big no-no in dungeon delving.
2: I sort of gently tug Gelmir to the left path, Kind (laughs) of like...
0: As you do that, there's an explosion of light. (laughs) It kind of like fills the room... And as the light fades, there's now two hallways. And they're both to the right.
2: See I mean,
3: well, there's, we would have died. died if we were in that hallway.
2: I mean there's well, still technically a left hallway. So,
4: so, <laughs> yeah, I mean if we're if we're gonna be a stickler for for rule well, I'd like to be a stickler. Rules are the only thing that Kept us alive. Uh, okay, the the one farthest to the left on the right.
2: Uh, <laughs> Are these what kind you're of? Taking maps of lab, you're taking out an
1: astrolab if you left, did Right?
2: Left, right? I'm just trying to figure out what kind of magic this is. Do you, did you have, uh, like, a a gem that allowed you to see things like that ruby?
4: Uh, oh, I could. I the ruby. Uh, well,
1: I, I I take it out of my pocket and glance around through it. Is is it actually working, or does it seem I mean, to be it's the same like you problem? you
0: bring the ruby up to look around. There's another explosion of light, <laughs> and now there's two center hallways.
4: We just gotta go. We just we just gotta pick a direction and
6: just go! What, to the what left! If just, what if we just have to wait? So in total, how just... many hallways do we have? So two in now. the center. Now there's two in the center.
2: It keeps changing.
6: Two in the center, but did the two in the right disappear? Correct. Oh.
2: Actually, it seems that the hallways change when we look at them. Okay, Perhaps, don't look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perhaps we would get better results if we did not see for a couple seconds as we went into them.
6: So, Gelmir, close your eyes for me. I, okay. Spin around. <laughs> I, I'm doing it. Okay, Gilmir so, you know, spin around. I'm going to stop him at one of the tunnels. Stop. Keep your eyes closed.
2: Walk forward. I think okay. we should all close our eyes for a second. Just perceiving him.
0: Gilmer, are I you ten, doing that? Yeah, but I have 10 feet of blind sight. Yeah, so like that means you have yeah. to get off of your ride to, to be affected that way.
3: Well, can I just like steer him with my blind sight?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so tears spinning uh with you on <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then shoves you forward. You go forward ten feet. And you watch as Gelmir just kind of blindly goes down one of the center center hallways. And as he goes into the center hallway, there's a flash of light. And now there's two left hallways and no Gelmir.
2: Uh, That's not what we wanted. That sort of worked. What? No! (laughs) I mean, he went down somewhere deep. I would assume that if we were to do the same thing as him um, the same thing would happen to us or it might kill us but
4: we just split the party that's a big mistake how does he get what he wants even when we prevent him from getting what he wants <laughs> this has been the whole adventure I don't get it I don't understand
2: so you say that the hallways have shifted again?
0: Yep. Now there are two uh, hallways to the left. God damn it. All right.
1: Here's what we're doing. Here, all right. I, I, I rip some fabric or a rag and I uh, blind myself. I blindfold myself. I, I, I'm looking and then I tie up.
4: All right. Everybody grab grab my shoulder. Make a line. And then close your eyes.
5: I grab a shoulder.
6: Thank, Thank you. you. I, I grab his hands. hands.
4: Okay.
0: Let's, <laughs> we'll her hand. We're
4: moving forward. We're moving towards the two.
0: Which of the two left hallways do you take, Winch? I'm trying
1: to veer as far left as I took from the leftist looking one. The most lefty. The most lefty? tidy righty,
0: yeah. lefty, squeezy. That's okay. right. Lefty, Lucy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so you guys can feel the tension as Winch kind of like pulls you forward and there's this feeling of pressure change and all five of you are standing together in another round room with six hallways. Oh Jesus.
5: Witcher, your shoulders <clears throat> feel really tense. Do you need a, a massage perhaps? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Yomir, Yomir how, how does it work when you send Gribbits back and like, can you summon him at will? How How does that shit work?
3: I mean, I can summon them for free once a day, but then after that, it takes my magic. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay so, you gotta, so you gotta pay me. Summon them is what I'm saying. Wait, who's
4: paying who? What?
3: Yeah, if you want me to repeatedly summon Grimmets, there's I need to be paid for it. What? Well, why? Just... Okay, six, six tunnels. There are six tunnels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, here, it's like, God damn it! <laughs> and right, it's, it's like, as you guys are talking, all of a sudden, in front of you, appears this massive bronze statue, and it's holding scales. One scale is up, and one scale is down, but there's nothing on the plates.
3: I jump on the high one.
0: As you jump up on the high one, it slowly comes down a little bit, but still off kilter. Not quite um, Does the statue
6: in. indicate anything? but What is it? What is the statue? Who is Who are we looking at?
0: Uh, give me an investigation check.
6: I got a new, new guy for uh,
0: 28. Ooh, nice. From your studying of the seven disciples – the bronze statue appears to be a statue of the Disciple Gr- um, uh, Grangy. Grangy the Bold.
6: Do I know why he was called the Bold? Um, give what me a history check. Him.
0: See if you can remember anything specifically as to Ooh. why this this is relevant to him. Damn, not one. That one? <laughs> I mean, you know the imagery. Um, the st- this is clearly.
6: I remember it was actually not the bold; it was the bald. He <laughs> wore a wig. <laughs>
0: that's, that's why. I mean, the statue is a good fifteen feet tall with these huge arms holding out these scales. Gilmir's climbed up into one of them, and it came down slightly. And, and it seems to be an effigy there. of Grandi the Bold.
6: Mm-hmm. So we need, well, we well, need hey, to, we need to uh, even out the boldness with the. Uh, cowardice, so Wintrude, go on the other scale
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am not a coward <laughs>
0: and yet I
3: see you not going on the other scale
0: <laughs> Fine And it's or- like you you watch as Wintrude like, gets onto the other scale because it's slightly lower as Gelmir's is higher but as the as Wintrude climbs into the scale suddenly they do go even <laughs> and there's a glyph of intelligence that appears on Wintrude's scale and a glyph of um, what's a politically correct way of saying stupid um, a glyph me. of the challenge <laughs> on the right side of the scale <laughs> And there are these two explosions of light. All the fog fades away. The six hallways all kind of merge into a single hallway that's slightly off to the left. And then you can see dim light kind of like flowing down the now revealed hallway.
4: Can we just take a moment to notice that it's slightly to the left? This I is just
3: a matter of perspective. If you're facing the other way, it's to the right.
4: Yeah, but if you're facing the other way, you can't walk through it.
3: Yes, I can, not and I'll walk backwards through it.
1: <laughs> With your blind sight, of course. <laughs>
3: <whatever
1: happened. laughs> you can feel it. I feel the vibrations
4: and everything. <laughs> well, okay, let's go.
6: Wait, how does, how does Gilmer have blind sight? I want blind sight.
3: It's my fighting style. Uh, <laughs> oh, was it a feat? Uh, it was for being a ranger. I get to choose a yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a thing. Cool, yeah. cool.
1: I like that.
6: So who's leading down the new tunnel? Well, Gelmir is going backwards, looking at us. Yeah. And I'll I'll go follow him, looking directly at him without breaking eye contact, no blinking.
0: Okay. I'll who's I'll following follow up. up after Tier? I'll follow Tier. Okay. Shogo and Alexander bringing up the rear. All right. As you step, as you're stepping backwards, Gelmir, watching tears, staring at you as the two of you are going like, (laughs) of course, (laughs) can that stare get any more cringy? I
6: was tearing up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Gelmir, give me a dex check as you're walking backwards. With disadvantage because you can't see behind you. I got blind sight. All right, regular then, because you do have blind okay, I'm okay. I only rolled, rolled a seven, so eleven. As you're watching Gelmir Tier, he's stepping into a room that's slowly opening up into a bigger space. You hear a clicking sound, and Gelmir, who's in front of you by about five feet, suddenly there's a warp, an explosion of energy. And then you see Gelmir about a hundred feet ahead of you and slightly to the left.
3: Wow, well, I'm slightly to the right, everyone. <laughs>
2: Does Gelmir um, know the difference between left and right?
4: Well, he's walking backwards, so for him that is right. He is. How big is this?
6: How big is this uh, space we're talking? It's hard feet? to
0: tell. Um, give huh. me perception as you try to fathom the size okay. of the space that you guys just walked into. Thirty. Ooh. There are. It's it's weird. There's there's the hallway, the stone corridor that you just walked up to the edge of and watched Galmir get zoop, like zapped across a hundred feet. But as you step out, stop and look, and everybody's behind you. There's no walls to your right and left. It's just this uh, two foot tall high green mist that just goes on forever and no real sense of boundary or uh, no real sense of definition of space. So uh, just for
6: the sake of this is enchanted, something's going on. I'm gonna walk backwards also and try and mimic Gilmere's, uh stride length, going backwards to do the exact same thing he did. Uh, give me Dex with disadvantage. Ooh, disadvantage. I got yeah, two die. Have- I got three die actually now, but. <laughs> uh, decks just down there, just just flat decks. Is it a safe? What is? It? Just just so a deck check. check. Oh, just 13. a big
1: box for decks.
0: Thirteen. As you guys watch Tier do that, there's an explosion of energy, and somewhere way off to your left, another explosion, and there's Tyr, a good two hundred feet away. <clears throat> but at the same time, there's an explosion of energy where Gilmir is. And then Gelmir's back way off to the right, another 100 feet. And the three of you are standing in the entrance of the corridor into the space. And now Tyr's way off to the left and Gelmir's way off to the right. You can barely see them in the dim light.
2: Let's try and avoid that, please.
0: What?
6: (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Okay. I'll leave leave it to these guys.
0: Uh, Galmer and Tear, give me intelligence saves, please.
6: (laughs) Oh crap! Nineteen.
0: Okay. What'd you get, Galmer? Six. Galmer, you are surrounded by two dozen large spiders. And they seem to be uh, getting ready uh, to attack you.
3: Uh, <coughs> where's that teleporter? I'm going to just start stomping around trying to teleport.
0: <laughs> 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 it- Off to everybody else's left from the corridor entrance, you could see panic bursts of arcade light going in a circle. <laughs> and then every now and then, you see Gelmer get cast out, back in, out, Back in uh, Gelmir, you take 15 points of psychic damage and you are currently you're currently in a state of confusion I don't like that be here you're out there by yourself in the fog there's bursts of arcane light going off as gelmere seems to be in a panic the rest of you are at that corridor entrance into this massive room or into this massive space. You're not even sure if it's room. Hmm.
2: I (laughs) I carefully pick up Mika, kind of carrying her, um, hugging her close, and trying to hop over the spot uh, where I saw the magic uh, teleport everyone else.
0: Uh, give me a text check.
2: Oh, Lord. Uh, uh, dex, 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 here we go. Uh, Eleven. Eleven.
0: So as you go leap over, there's an explosion of arcane light. You're thrown way out into the middle of the mist, and you're now standing there. You can, you're could. you a little bit closer to Tyr, but you just see a very panicked Gelmir yelling and screaming like bouncing around in these arcane explosions off to your side. But looking back from where you came from, you can see Alexander and Wintrude at that corridor entrance point. You then watch as dozens (coughs) of faces of familiar patients that you've dealt with in the past, And they all seem to be trying to talk to you at the same time. Uh, Give me an intelligence save.
2: Intelligence. Oh, come on.
0: Four. Four. (laughs) As these dozens and dozens of voices start pouring into your mind, you take 12 points of psychic damage, and you are currently (coughs) stunned.
2: Um cacophony of accusing voices.
6: Would I would I have any <laughs> idea of the nature of what's going on B like uh, you give me an
0: arcana check. All right. not one. that one? Oh hot damn you have absolutely oh. no idea. And then this I dropped is-
6: the dice and it went to twenty <laughs>
2: <laughs> if, if this is if this spell effect is Doing what I think it's doing, I think what would actually, I would actually see is basically my uh, my old clan head berating me, um,
0: not quite. preparing to beat me. <clears throat> not quite. Wait. All right. Remember, eh, the effect doesn't mm. have to make sense. Gotcha. Failed intelligence save is going to cause a psychic effect to occur. Both Gelmir and Shogo appear to be under some kind of strange psychic effect that has made them unable to be responsive. Tyr seemed to be able to fend it off, but Wintrude, you and Alexander are still at that beginning point watching all this kind of unfold in front of you. But its it feels like everyone's far, but it's hard to know if that's true. It's this weird kind of warping of both depth and the interaction of the space, which seems to be causing all these occurrences. Uh, Can I see Wintrude? You can see Wintrude and Alexander at that entrance point,
6: yeah. So I try to use message to send a message to Wintrude. Okay. I'm just like, can you hear me with the message?
0: Uh, Give me intelligence save when you do that. Oh, what the hell? (laughs) Sixteen. Sixteen. It just barely fails, but um Wintrude, you hear Tears voice in your head? You should really go away now. I'm tired of you.
1: I'm (laughs) gesturing like this to Alex. (laughs)
6: I'm like Um and then with the
0: message they can respond. Yeah, you can technically respond, Wintrude.
4: Is, is
0: everything okay, dear? Uh, give me uh, an intelligence save, Wintrude. An intelligence save.
2: <clears throat> and this uh, is how the TPK begins.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah In madness uh, that's a 21. 21. Tear, you hear the precise words come back from Wintrude. Ask it if you're okay.
6: Um, I'll use message again, send back, and <laughs> give you another intelligence. Wait, 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 let me see. Let me read this. Is there a limit? To, there's no limit to what I can say, correct? For send
0: um, or send versus message, right? Because it's more about distance than it is about the twenty-five um, words. Something weird
6: going on, don't step in fit into mist. An intelligence
0: save, yep. Uh, 21. You heard his message more clearly this time, Winchard. Gelmir and Shogo, both of you give me intelligence saves again. Anything you want to do, Alexander, with this nightmare going on? Um, I don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> uh, 19.
0: 19. Shogo, the voices fade, and you get your sense back to you. You're no longer stunned. Uh, Gelmir, what would you get? Fifteen. Fifteen? There are twice as many spiders, and they're getting closer. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you guys, get out here. Galmer screaming and looping and arcane, like, explosions. Oh. Galmere, take another 14 points of psychic damage.
4: So, so, uh, Alex, I'm, I, Tyr is using message to tell us not to go into the mist and go out there. But we, we have to, right? We have to go?
5: Well, let's go. If you want to go, I'm down. I just, okay. you know, I, I was trying to be, you know, you, you said I was a little bit too, you know, Romy. So I wanted to kind of <laughs> <laughs> keep it together. What
4: if we, check this out. What if we just repeat to ourselves as you and I walk side by side we're, we're finding the exit. Wait, we just keep telling ourselves we're finding the exit.
5: Okay, we, we're finding the exit. Okay, let's we're go. Finding we're, the exit. We're,
1: we're finding the exit, <clears throat> we're finding the exit. Just, I'm just moving forward, hopefully with Alex going beside I,
5: me. I believe Witcher just knows something that I don't know and I'm just going along with it.
0: Um. <laughs> All right, okay, sure, So you two are stepping off into the room at this point? Yeah. Uh, give me dex checks, please. Dex. <laughs> this is what I didn't want.
7: <laughs> dex? I'm
1: doing 20. dex. Ooh, I got a
0: eight. Alexander, what'd you get? 20. 20. So, Wintrude, you feel an explosion of arcane energy around you. And you're cast out into the misty fog. Um, as you get cast out there, uh, give me an intelligence save, please. A save? Yeah. Save. An intelligence save. That's a 15. 15. As you stand there, you are suddenly bombarded with voices of your past during your studies at Candlekeep. While you could see Gelmir off to your side, panicking and running in circles, there's a moment that you could see Tyr and Shogu and like pure, like they're just staring at you like you suddenly appeared. But now you feel a cacophony of voices of academia, teachers, voices of just constant anger and confusion as you are currently stunned and take nine points of psychic damage.
1: Oh, it's Alexander, awful. this isn't a fear
0: thing, right? Though it's not a fear no. situation, okay. No, nope, you're just stunned from the psychic pounding of voices. For you, Alexander, you're now on the other side of the chamber behind you. You can see Tear and Shogo, you can see Gelmir off in the distance doing laps and yelling about spiders trying to eat them. You can hear Wintrude like yelling, Leave me alone, leave me alone. And then you're now standing in front of a stone wall with strange runes on them.
5: Strange runes? Yes. Stone wall, strange runes. And, and do I... Feel... Okay, okay. I'm going to use mage hand to... to um, Kind of inspect, sort of like how the runes are, are placed in in the wall.
0: Okay, uh, give me investigation with advantage, um, because you're using mage hand to kind of glow the wall and to get a, a more vibrant, uh, like look at how the wall is organized.
5: Twenty five. Okay. Nice roll. Dang.
0: Nice roll.
5: I there is
1: investigation a for center. <laughs>
0: rune that seems to depict an image of Black Cloak, Halasdhar Black Cloak. Below him are seven runes that you do not recognize. You've never seen them before. And then as a backdrop to the seven runes, there are seven representation of tombs. On each of the tomb is a name of each of the disciples.
5: so I was assuming okay, so are there any runes missing?
0: it does not appear that there's any spot for additional runes
5: okay, do I do, can I tell if there is something I need to do
7: here.
0: I I would say with that same investigation, the rooms almost seem recessed in. And there are little tendrils of channels that connect to the seven different tombs. Okay. Five of the tomb names do look familiar to you. But the challenge is, is how to decipher the seven runes. The seven runes all seem to be, ooh, give me a history check as you study the runes a little bit more in depth.
5: Oh, Uh, does my my book that I have, I can't even remember, does that help? Uh,
0: About the, uh, yeah, I'd actually be okay with that because that was a lot of history about the seven and the disciples.
5: So advantage or regular or plus little on oh.
0: Yeah, you get advantage on the roll for history.
5: Good because the first one was a one.
0: <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen. <clears throat> the first rune that comes across your eye is a common name vernacular for the human name Anna. The first room might be a short name for Annabelle. Okay.
5: Um, and and all of my allies, they're they're not like, none of them are available.
0: No, the both Shogo and Tier are out in the mist. Both Wintrude <laughs> and Gilmir are affected by it. Um, Shogo and Tier, give me fresh intelligence saves, please.
5: I um, will use mage hand to see if I can pull out that rune or push that rune in for the one for Anna. All right, give
0: me strength check with advantage or slide of hand. Your choice. 14. Uh, 14 for tier. Shogo? 15. 15. For you, Shogo, the voices return even worse, louder. A cacophony of voices pounding in your mind, in, in your head as you take eight points of psychic damage and you're currently stunned. Tyr, you are back in the tavern playing for Xanathar's people and they are currently throwing daggers and chasing you down, yelling vulgarities at your horrible music skills as you take nine points of psychic damage. fuck you guys.
5: (laughs) Is Is it 18? What'd you get? 18.
0: 18. The rune that's short for Annabelle, or the term Anna in common vernacular, it pushes in and when it does, you watch as a light of energy forms in the channel that connects to one of the tombs. And as it connects with that tomb, you watch as a ghostly figure floats in front of it and you recognize it as the visage of Annabelle that you've already encountered previously. Both recess in. You can hear a distant kind of sound, a a, a clanging sound. The rune and the tomb both descend into the wall and disappear, leaving six runes and six tomb representations. Part of Halister's form starts to activate.
5: Okay, so I'm going to try to do... I'm going to try to identify... First try to identify the other tombs that we are familiar with. Okay. You and do recognize the in. tomb
0: of Critics, Theo, Winx, and Xeno.
5: Okay. So those are the four that I'm going to push in. So as you match... Using and, Mage Hand.
0: Yeah. In order of your representation. <laughs> they all eventually descend in. The majority of the Hellistar image is becoming more pronounced outward. <laughs> the energy filling the space, the illusion beginning to form, there are two runes left and two tombs left.
5: Okay. Um... One
0: of the tombs looks a lot like the effigy of the scales that you saw in the previous chamber.
5: Okay, I'm gonna head... Well, I guess I could try to push it, but I, need to, I think I need to figure out that effigy first. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head back to try to figure out this. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, can, can I, can I make it back? I, I could make it back to this effigy, right? Pretty easily without. You'd have
0: to crash back through the fog chamber, and then go back up the corridor and into the main chamber where the balance scales were.
5: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to push it, push the rune, anyways, just because I'm here.
0: Give me a fresh sleight of hand.
5: I think this gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm using mage hand by the way and okay. that's a, that's a that's a one so that's a three.
0: Three as you go to push in the rune you watch as the mage hand <laughs> dissipates and you're cast back into the fog. <laughs> and as you're cast back into the fog,
5: I knew this was does.
0: you land in the midst of the fog. Give me an intelligence save.
5: I knew I shouldn't have touched it.
0: <laughs> it's a four. Four. You are in the fighting arena in Skullport. You're surrounded by hundreds of challengers that begin physically descending upon you, and you could feel them beating down on you with weapons and their armaments and calling out vulgarities while they do it. Take nine points of psychic damage, and you are stunned. Uh, Sh- uh, Gelmir and Wintrude, give me fresh intelligence saves. Intelligence.
5: Just went straight for the FG.
0: Eleven. Eleven. Wintrude, you are being berated by what you thought was one of your favorite teachers, professors at Candlekeep, and he's currently lashing at you this huge stream of hate and anger, at disappointment at your ignorance, your inability to be intelligent. As you take another nine points of psychic damage. Gaelmere, you are slowly being consumed by a massive spider.
3: You I'm take eight say, points
0: of psychic damage and you I feel your body being eating. sucked into its mandibles.
3: I want to start shooting,
0: okay. <laughs> 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 um, Give me a couple attack rolls.
3: Um, 13,
0: 17, and 22. Uh, Shogo, what's your armor class?
2: Um, let me see. Armor class is 15.
0: Okay. Tier, what's your armor class?
2: Right now, 19.
0: 19. And, Winchard, what's your armor class? 17. Okay. So, Shugo, you feel a crossbow bolt slam into your buttocks, just right into the hip. It wakes you out of your stupor, and as you open your eyes, you're on the ground of a very small stone chamber. To your left, you can see Wintrude and Gelmir just writhing on the ground. Not making any (laughs) noise. They're just on the ground, writhing on the ground. To your right, you can see Alexander curled up into a fetal position like he's trying to protect himself. And he's, like, rolling around on the ground. But then you see Tyr next to Alexander with an arrow sticking out of his side. And the two of you look at each other for a moment, realizing there's no fog, it's not a massive chamber, it's maybe a 200 square foot room, and you can see a partially executed series of runes on a wall only about 20 feet away from you. I start, or
2: basically, uh, hmm.
0: Everything I described for Alexander, you could see on the wall. The only difference is there's two that are not active yet. There's two runes and two corresponding tombs and the illusionary effigy of Halaster Blackcloak slowly coming into realization. The other five runes are pressed in and five of the tombs are lit up.
2: I recognize that it looks very similar to that uh, same sequence that we did to open the arcane gate uh, yes, earlier. it looks
0: almost exactly like it.
2: Um, so I'm going to walk towards the runes, uh, making sure, sh- basically, I like grab and kind of rub at my bandages to keep inflicting physical pain upon myself to keep myself grounded.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, And I put in the sequence that we did
0: for uh, the gate earlier. As you complete the sequence, the Hellistar illusion just bursts out of the wall. A thin arcane light from top to bottom appears. The wall (coughs) starts sliding open in front of you. Alexander, Wintrude, and Gelmir, you're no longer under the psychic effect. All five of you are now cognizant of yourselves. More importantly, Wintrude, Gelmir, and Alexander are. Gelmir, you're no longer being consumed by a spider, but you do have your crossbow. <coughs> Wintrude, the image, the psychic image fades. Alexander, the psychic image fades. As the three of you come to, you can see where Shogun and Tyr are over by the runic wall as it parts open.
3: I sprint
2: through it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Shugo, how did
2: you open it? It reminded me of the gate we found earlier. The same sequence worked. These disciples seem very narcissistic. Like their history is the answer to everything. Alright. Well, I gotta
4: write that. Hang on a second!
1: And then I, I pull out one of my other, my blank journals that I rummaged from that dimensional room, and I'm like, D for Disciple and
0: making notes. Uh, Galmere, give me a perception check as you go running down into the darkened hallway. Oh, wait, no, no I, I tripped so him before. I
6: trip him before he died.
0: <laughs> you reach out to trip him? Uh, Galmere, give me a, uh, we'll make it a contest. Uh, Athletics or acrobatics for the two of you. High role All, All, right. All right. 21, 19. <laughs> so as you go to try to stop him here, he just kind of jumps over and around you, and you just hear his feet da, 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 as he's running down the hallway with gribbets in toe. Gemmer, what'd you get for your perception check?
3: Uh 20.
0: 20. As you go running through the hallway, you're immediately in, like within 50 feet, you're right into another round chamber. And in the middle of the chamber is a mirror. It's six feet tall, two feet wide. It appears to be some kind of metal mirror that's just standing in the very center of the chamber. Uh, I'll yell back to everyone.
3: Hey everyone, I found a mirror. I'm going to shoot it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like... I'm in the middle of taking
2: notes, and I... <laughs> <laughs> with my quill. Galmir, <laughs> please don't do that, please.
4: Hang on! We have to get the arrow out of Shogo first!
3: Yeah, You guys do that, and I'll shoot the mirror?
0: Oh, yeah, how much damage did that arrow do? i leave that up to Galmir if you want to ro- roll... Uh, well, if you... Ch- I would say uh, let's yeah, just do two um, minimum damage on it. Minimum, it wasn't like it was an aimed uh, shot or anything. Uh, six. is minimum. Six. You got it.
6: Thanks for burning my temporary hit points, Gilmer, you ass.
7: <laughs> this place <laughs> sucks. All right,
6: but
4: I, okay, we have to, we have to keep Gilmer from, um, doing something so magically horrible that it compromises or kills all of us. But Shogo, (laughs) would you like, we gotta give you some assistance to get this arrow out, correct? Or is your medical expertise enough to just give you a moment?
2: With a wet sound, I just tug the arrow out, like a small jet of blood and this other viscous green liquid uh, spurts out. Lady and pre- then you won't simply
1: <laughs> this is, thank you. Uh, Happy Sunday.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> in half a second the room co- uh, coagulates and I start shambling towards Skelmir. I do I do run
1: to the next chamber. <laughs> it's the, it's the entrance, I don't go all the way in but I take a look. Uh And then I, you don't have to, shooting is is not a solution. That's all I can think of to say.
2: (laughs) It actually was the solution to the last puzzle. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him
1: that. I did it?
3: I saw the last
0: one? (laughs) Um. So what's going on in the mirror room? So standing at the, so for all of you that are now at the, edge of the corridor, standing, staring into this another round chamber with a mirror. I'm not looking
6: at it, also. I'm
0: okay. <laughs> I'm looking um, right at it.
6: <laughs> I'm going to send a message to Gelmir and ask him what he sees.
0: Um, It's what non-reflective, Gelmir. It, I, it's, it's just, like, shiny.
3: I think I should shoot it. Why?
5: <clears throat> can I Can I attempt to is is any of the mirrors? Do they look like they're latched
0: onto the wall? It's is it the just wall one single mirror in the center of the room on a stand. It's six feet tall by two feet wide, um, and it appears to be non-reflective. Yeah, I'll take There don't is dim light that. in here, which is strange.
5: G- Galmer, Galmer, yeah. let's, let's steal the mirror.
0: Uh, that's
3: pretty good too. I
6: yeah. recommend you don't touch that mirror,
5: Gelmir, I'll use my mage hand. We'll try to take the mirror, we'll put it in your bag. It's <laughs> just another thing to throw in there.
3: All right. I'm going to roll out the hole and I'm going to put it behind the mirror. Okay.
5: All right, and I'm going to use before... my mage hand to, to try to push it
3: in.
0: <laughs> Wait, Unfortunately, do the mirror feels like it weighs more than 10, 15 pounds, so the mage hand is unable to move it backwards. Right. There's two of you, right? There's two of you, mage hands. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> uh, I could charge it, like I I, I could run into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a running start and run into the
6: mirror. Wait, I'm trying to throw you off. Before they run color. their little <laughs> heist, I want down. to run up to the mirror and use my little uh, <laughs> circlet of self uh, – what is it? What is I forget what it's called. My change image. I want to change into Grangy the Bold. I want to look like him.
0: Okay. So at the <laughs> moment that Alexander charges the mirror to knock it backwards into Gelmir's portable hole – you watch his tear, invokes his circle, and based on the knowledge that he has of, of Grangy, turns into an image or, uh, uh, you know, turns into what he feels that Grangy the Bold would look like. And as soon as he does, the mirror activates. There's like this flood of energy up the face of the mirror, just as Alexander disappears inside the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mirror. And now Gelmir's behind it. Shogo and Winter are slightly behind Tyr. Tyr now looks like Grangy the Bold. The mirror is now fluctuating with a pattern of energy. <laughs> okay. did that?
3: Somebody else pushing in now. Um,
6: <laughs> do, do there appear to be any other like doors or passageways? In there this
0: are no other doors room? or passageways in this round room that you could currently see. <clears throat> Can we see into the mirror at all? Can I see? Uh, it is a bright glow of energy currently, like a bright yellow-green glow of energy that's non-reflective. It seems to be absorbing what little bit of dim light is in this chamber.
2: mirror could you send yeah. Gribitz to look in? Sorry. I will reinforce you if Gribbets is compromised.
3: Yeah, I'll... Um... I'll roll up the hole, and while I'm doing that,
0: I'll have Gribbits walk in. Again, just go ahead. And then come back. Okay, so as you roll in the hole, roll up the hole, you watch as Gribbits floats into it. And disappears.
1: It doesn't come back, is what you're saying.
2: Can can you you see through their eyes? No, I can't do
6: that. Um, I'll
0: change back to normal. Does that change the mirror at all? As you change back to normal, you watch as the mirror shuts down and goes back to just this non-reflective, like glass surface. All right, I'm changing back again immediately. It's now active again. All right, boys,
6: go, 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 go. All right, jump in that foxhole.
1: <laughs> so he's Tyr tears screaming that though. Of course, I'm on. Now, Mary, I'm, I'm on. I've been like in my journals, like J through something with M, and I'm like. I just, I closed the book, I put the wheel in the book and I just,
6: just jump through. Who else is jumping through? Shogar, are you going to jump or am
2: I going to... Yeah, go? I, I, clutch, I clutch Mika with me and kind of jump in back first so that Mika's second behind me. Okay. If I feel any pain, I'm going to immediately let go of Mika okay. and shove her away So you jump in. Here.
0: What are you doing there,
6: Tier? Tyr? Oh, uh, just take a quick moment to take a breath. <sighs> <laughs>
0: and, and Right I- now, you don't see anybody else. The mirror is still glowing with that soft glow of arcane energy. You still look like um, Grangy the Bold. The mirror is active. The chamber shows no other signs of exits. But everybody else has jumped either unwittingly through or you've encouraged them through the mirror at this point. Yeah, I'll stick my head in and just go follow through. Okay, (laughs) as you pull yourself through, all five of you, including Gribbits, are in a square chamber that looks to be the tomb entrance door to Grangy. These two huge metal bronze doors they seem to be closed tightly with the face of like a wizard with its cowl pulled forward as the binding point of the two doors. The room itself is maybe about 200 square feet, each door 10 feet tall by five feet wide. They look like they open in or, or outward towards you. There are. Um, two sconces one on the right one on the left look like where you put torches the floor that you're standing on is perfectly smooth almost like it's carved completely out of stone I'm gonna take this
6: chance to just moonwalk across the floor real quick' I've been working on this one what, what
3: sorcery is this <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've never seen a bard slide backwards before. <laughs> <laughs> Is this part of the magic to solve the puzzle?
6: I was hoping it would would be, but I don't think so.
4: Oh, I have been seen anything. Nothing's happening.
3: Well, that's because um, it's brand new. They didn't even know about it when they were making these puzzles. So, like, they couldn't, it would be the solution if they knew about that, but they didn't.
6: Okay. <coughs> you know. um, so you said we got two sconces, right? Where one to the right, one be, to the left, but the not two lit.
0: bronze doors and then like a relief or image of a wizard with their cowl pulled forward binding the two doors together. Are the sconces lit? They are
1: not. They are not.
0: I uh
5: go to light the sconces with um Do I have a way to just light
2: them? (laughs) What can I light? (laughs) I light a torch and place... The dust sconces are empty, right? They are. All right,
0: I'm just going to place a torch.
2: I place
5: the other torch. I have a torch, too, and the other one.
0: So with that, each of you place one torch on the right, one torch on the left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you place them, you watch as... <clears throat> the cowled image takes on like a watery effect and its face pulses out towards you. I have three riddles for you. You get one. Answer them correctly <laughs> and you're allowed to pass into my inner sanctum. Answer them incorrectly. Incorrectly. You never leave.
6: Blah 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 again.
0: (laughs) Richard's like, I'm just trying to write this down. (laughs) (coughs) I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears. I have no body but come alive with the wind. What am I?
6: Is, Is it fire, guys? Is it
3: is it fire?
6: Sorry, what was that? Speak without a mouth, hear...
1: With, with no ears, no but ears. come alive with the wind.
5: Is it fire? Is it... Is it... <laughs> is,
1: is it, is it I, I, I try to... I tug on tears... Uh, Here,
6: with no ears.
1: On clothes. Is is it an echo? It's,
0: is it fire? But, um, is,
6: it, is it Water? I'm going to send a message.
0: As you, as you hear Wintrude say echo, both of the sconces go out and they're immediately replaced by um, thin wisps of wind <laughs> curling from the sconces. And you can see that the cowled imagery kind of gets this discordant look um, on its face. Very good.
5: You cheated, Wintrude. This oh, is ridiculous. I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just panicked, like, in a sort of surprise and panic look from Alex saying that back up to Tyr, you know, because I was just tugging trying to say, like, you know, because I rely on Tear to be, like, all clever and and, you know.
0: I can fly without wings. I can cry without eyes. Wherever I go, darkness follows me. Clouds. It's, it's rain. <laughs> As Tear yells clouds, the on, wind in the in the torches change. This to guy's moonwalking. This is <laughs> blasphemy. the The wind, it, you know, like the wind in the sconces, change because it went from fire to wind, and now there's like this um, earthen, bubbly energy in each of the sconces. And then the final riddle: I have cities but no houses. I have mountains but no trees. I have rivers, but no water. What am I? Is this This one fire? fire? (laughs) (laughs) A map. Oh, I was was thinking that. I was thinking that too. (laughs) As soon as he says map, the effigy gets absorbed back into the bronze uh, doors. You hear this thunk. (laughs) As the effigy dissipates and the sconces go out, the bronze doors slide <coughs> open and you and you watch as this chamber lights up in front of you, you could see about a hundred feet in front of you, a 10 foot wide stairwell that leads up to a steel iron door. To the right of the stairwell and the left of the stairwell, two 20-foot tall iron statues, Mm. each one carrying these huge two-handed halberds. And they're like standing in repose, right? They're like, like they're guarding. Between them and the stairwell in this chamber, you notice that the chamber floor is crawling with small bits of tile that seem to shift as you watch it. And the tile floor is shifting. There's They combine for a moment and they shift apart again. Glyphs kind of puff into existence. Things move and shift and move and shift. There's never really a point that you see the floor take a, a solid form.
5: What's the distance between the moving floor and the stairs?
0: From where you guys are standing and where the beginning of the stairwell is, 100 feet.
5: From the beginning of the moving tiles or the moving tiles are right in front of us?
0: The moving tiles are right in front of you.
5: Okay, can I use my mage hand to touch the moving tiles to see if there's any sort of interaction?
0: As it touches, there's an explosion jet of fire that flames upwards where it touches.
4: Well, that
0: doesn't look good. I'm fire Can go, resistant. Can I go uh,
3: gaseous form and then just float over the 100 feet and then turn back to normal on the stationary
0: You stairs. watch as Gelmir invokes their gaseous form. I hope and your starts... is
3: formable. <laughs> I was going to touch the,
6: I oh, yeah. the
0: tile as he said. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. And you watch as Gelmir floats over the floor and onto the stairs and re-solidifies at the foot of the stairs. Gilmer, now that you're on the stairs looking up, they only go up about 20 feet to this huge iron door. As you land on the stairs, uh, give me a deck save, please. Uh Uh-oh. God, I'm rolling not good. Uh, 14. 14. As you land on the stairs, one of the statues comes alive, and you watch as this massive halberd comes swinging towards you slams into you <laughs> as you take 41 points of slashing damage.
5: He's not going to let us get across this without figuring out the puzzle.
0: <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> would have been fine. <laughs> I'm surprised he rolled a 14. I have a plus eight. I just haven't been rolling like shit
3: today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, guys, there's Halbirds
0: on this side that are real bad we we saw and you watch as the trap resets itself
3: I'm just gonna go back to gaseous form
0: <laughs> put it back into gaseous form just kind of hovering at the foot of the stairs open I the door Gal let's, Gal go ahead, let's go ahead and take our five minute break and when we get back we'll do the second half hello I love- <laughs> <God> damn gelvi <Gilmore. laughs> And we are back. I swear sometimes these these puzzle and trap things, um, Zach, cause you guys more harm than a combat do. <laughs> I think that
2: that is <coughs> certainly in line with her characters. <laughs> like even like that really cold pond with the clams
0: yeah <laughs> uh,
2: the frost it doesn't plant. take much <laughs> real like seeing places where like the walls are shifting and like forming and unforming like that they're, f- <laughs> they're pretty to look at but not pretty, t- not fun to try and traverse
0: Hello <laughs> Witcher, keep calm and carry on <laughs> Some of this I kind of get like, uh, I don't know. I
1: was getting like a Time Bandits vibe at some point. You know, like just running around and st- think Very thinking. Very astute
0: of you. I, I built this and... level of the dungeon based on uh, the Time Bandits' uh, physical appearance. Yeah. Like, one of my most influential favorite movies I've ever watched. I just remember when that movie what came movie? out. Uh, Time Bandits. It's a good
3: one. I wow. like
0: wow. Yeah, check it out when you get a chance. It's an amazing, amazing movie.
1: It's Terry Gilliam, right? Oh. Who directed that? Wrote, wrote it? I believe that. so. Yeah. yeah,
0: It very much feels like you're watching Monty Python on acid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the whole journey is just so Monty Python. It's also
1: very 80s in the sense that, like, we we kind of had it was you know we didn't have like specifically just movies for kids. It was like this has a childlike feel to it, but there's also like a darkness and a, and a very adult sensibility about Time Bandits. That in other movies like Indiana Jones, like you think about those movies, they were, I think, uh, like Indiana Jones was like rated G, stuff that was just like it's general. Just go see it.
0: Like don't no. like the whole part with Robin Hood.
1: <laughs> no, but
7: there's
0: just like back then it was yeah, just it's a movie. Like go see it. It's, yeah. So what you guys can currently see is Gelmir is on the base of the stairs in gaseous form warning all of you that the statues seem to react once you get to the stairs, whether or not it's connected to the floor, you're not sure. The the iron doors at the top of the stairs, you guys are on the other side of the room staring across this shifting arcane floor. Four of you are on one side, Gelmir over by the stairs. What would you guys like to do?
2: Can we send. No, that wouldn't work. I was wondering if we could get Gilmir to tie a rope on the other end so that we could climb over whatever we call this ground. But.
3: Uh, so you could do that with Gribbets. It, it can fly it over.
2: That's true. Um, let's do that.
0: Okay. So you guys have Gribbets fly the rope over, it arcs over. Um, Gribbets is sitting there, flying, holding the rope in his teeth.
5: Well, why don't we try to figure out the? There's got to be a puzzle. It's a puzzle.
0: Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Alex was bringing
0: up right before the break was. But I mean, you f- feel free to investigate the floor if you want to. I will Just, investigate the floor.
5: I will investigate um, the statues. Um
0: okay, give me investigation. How
5: that's
0: yeah, investigation for the statues from Alex and. Wintrude investigating the floor. It's a 27. Okay. 19. 19. From Alex, your perspective, they're connected. As long as this floor remains active, you feel like those statues could remain active while you're on the stairs. Wintrude, as you stare at the floor, they are in four distinct patterns, but they never align. Mm. And they are a shifting patterns of four elements. Earth, wind, fire, and water. Oh, so it's like kind of like zones. Yeah, they constantly populated. shift and and pattern and then come out of pattern, but they basically have representations of the four elements baked into the shifting tiles on the floor. Is So
1: for example, is like fire within reach? Is that like, or like a like where I would be able to manipulate it or do standing
0: something with where it. you are, um, yeah. there are four nearby tiles. there's uh a oh fire you're tile. saying oh okay, yeah, I was
1: think I was thinking like uh, large chunks of tiles with like
0: sort of no more. no like each of the individual tiles seem to be made up of individual representations of the <laughs> four elements there are four, nearby, so, uh, so there's four massive tiles no, there's hundreds of small tiles. Like, foot, oh, that makes sense when foot size. Um, and each one of those tiles has a representation of the four out of the four because it's kind of like wind, you, fire, and water.
1: So, I'm gonna take some of uh, I'm gonna take some of my water from my uh, canteen and just spill it like, try to follow a water tile
0: and just spill it on there to see what happens. You watch as the water kind of like splashes along the tile, but no, no they, change.
1: Okay.
5: Uh, i'm gonna I'm gonna try to take the I'm gonna try to take some water and pour it on the fire tile.
0: Ooh. as you take some water and pour it onto the fire tile, you watch as it immediately solidifies the tile's no longer moving and rests at a solid state and is no longer moving. <laughs> there you go. And okay. now near that tile, are three other shifting tiles, earth, wind, and water. Did all the fires
5: stop, or just that fire?
0: Uh, Just that fire tile did.
5: Okay, so I take the the torch, and I I hit it to the earth.
0: Nothing happens. I do it to the water. As you do it to the water, that water tile solidifies. And it's in alignment with the fire tile that's solidified. And now you see three more tiles near it earth water and fire how big are the tiles though that are about you know like uh bathroom sized tiles you know
5: okay since there's just such a large amount of tiles instead Mm -hmm. of me trying to figure out all the other ones i'm gonna just try to effectively while stepping on one tile using fire on the water and water on the fire try to do it and then walk across and create a path. All right,
0: you guys watch as Alexander using both fire and water begins to create a pathway that gets him about the halfway point towards the stairs. And it's a big enough pathway for you guys to each individually follow. And he's at that 50 foot mark. And as he reaches that 50 foot mark, the tiles begin to do the same pattern shifting again, but this time, All the tiles are earth and air only, shifting around you.
1: I'm gonna hop back, and I'm gonna grab just a scoop of dirt. Or before I do that, um, I, I don't even get. I go all the way back, and before I try to cross everything over again, I take some dirt and put
0: it on the air just to see what happens. Okay. As you plunk it on the air, you watch as the tile goes solid. Once I lean it. Uh,
2: Sorry, I lean you. down best I can. Uh un- unmask the bottom of my face and gently blow on one of the earth tiles.
0: As you blow on the earth tile, it goes solid.
6: And I'm gonna take off place. my cloak and use that to fan the earth tiles.
0: Okay. So between the four of you, finally
5: think- scream.
0: Yeah, like, you begin, tiles. <laughs> you begin to figure out that earth is air, air is earth, just like fire is water as water is to fire. As you kind of, like, figure out these four elements in their alignment and pattern, eventually it allows you to get to the foot of the stairs. When you watch <laughs> the last of the four tiles go solid at the foot of the stairs, you hear these two huge metal like, um, chambered cogs, like, release and you watch as both statues turn away and grind away to, like, face each other with their halberds at repose and then you watch as you hear, like, a thunk and then the metal door starts to swing open. At the top I of the s- stairs.
5: I sprint that- past everybody and go through the metal door.
1: I-, I need the Zelda sound effect to accompany it again as it <laughs> keeps doing. Like, somebody off camera there. That's like, <laughs> <miss> my text <laughs>
0: <phone>. <laughs> Is that your you phone guys- or is it... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I go through Gelmir
5: in gaseous form and I just book past him. Yeah, right I like
0: Gelmir. You just watches. As- By the way, Griffith's still holding the rope.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 you watch his Alexander passes through um, the gaseous cloud, and it, like, dissipates around him. Alexander, you get to the top of the stairs. The doorway is open, and you're staring into a 100-foot-deep by 20-foot-wide chamber. In the middle of the chamber, a sarcophagus up on a a pedestal. Behind the sarcophagus, you can see a stone sarcophagus standing upwards it's open the lid is partial is like swung open and there's a mummified figure inside the standing up sarcophagus the one on the ground is still sealed all around you are representations of the elements the four different elements You could see a small bronze statue of the balance of scales, and you could also see a particular statue that looks to be like the image of an unknown figure that you haven't seen before, and at the base of that statue is a name. And in common, that name is Chenix. Chenix the Witted. The what? The Witted. W-I-T-T-E-D.
5: And I see no like other doors or anything like that. Nothing else that you can see in the chamber. And the sarcophagus
0: is slightly ajar, you said? The one standing up is. And the lid's open. And you could see into it. And there's a mummy. Like a mummified figure inside okay. of it. The other sarcophagus is lying flat on the ground. With the lid still on top of it. There is a bronze-scaled statue um, that reminds you of the effigy of the one before, but this one's a lot smaller, of the two scales of balance. And in the back right-hand corner of the tomb, you can see a statue of a wizard, a figure that you had never seen before. And the name Chenix the Witted at the base of the statue. And then all the walls are decorated in representations of the four elements.
6: How big are the scales Uh, this time?
0: um, The bronze statue this time is only four foot tall and the scales are two feet across. It looks exactly like the large one you saw, but in this case, the scales are level with each other.
5: I walk up towards the, the scale inspecting it to see if it's just like a prop or if it actually can do something and then i take my mage hand and i try to like push up and down on these scales as well
0: all right give me investigation check as you're doing that what about the rest of you i'll turn and, back in the Galmir form okay 23.
3: Shoot, shoot the mummy
0: uh give me a die roll as you shoot at the mummy uh, 14. Or it bounces off the lid, like rebounds off the lid, and and then the crossbow bolt kind of like settles onto the floor. Watch it, Gilmir.
2: I just give right. Gilmir a judgmental stare.
6: <laughs> um, for the elemental stuff, is there? Does it seem to favor any one element, or maybe Ooh. a mixture
0: of the two? Give me either a history check or a nature check. Your choice. Uh, 19. 19. It does seem to be trying to depict the story. Um, at first, the majority of the elements to the right are all about the story of flame. And then how flame becomes earth. How the gods wept so that the earth could have water. And how the anger of the gods turned into air. Almost like it's describing... The idea of celestial existence, the the creation of the world from fire to earth, from earth to water, to water to air. It seems to be depicting the idea of the creation of the world.
5: Creation story. Uh, Uh, I got a twenty three on the scale inspection. Okay.
0: (laughs) Before I resolve, Alexander uh, Galmer, you took a shot at the mummy. Here you're examining the walls. Wintrude and Shogo, anything you want to do? Uh,
1: I want to, without touching it. I do want to closely inspect the mummy that in
0: the tomb that okay. kind of The lids kind of slid open. Yeah, give me investigation check as you begin to examine that one.
2: I'll stick with Wintrude. Um, um, I am most curious about the cadaver.
0: Okay. Fift- Fifteen. Fifteen. So, as you examine the statue, Alex, it looks functional. The scales actually tilt up and down. Um, as the, the as the main hand pushes the scale down one side and releases it, however, it goes back to balance. If you do the same thing to the left side, it goes down, and you release it, and it goes back to balance. Um, the statue appears to be functional and it it has purpose, but you're not entirely sure what that purpose is. However, at the base of the statue, there in common is the following phrase. His word is truth, his world is lies. Is what it says at the base of the scales. His word is truth. His world is lies. It's fire. He's a writer.
5: <laughs> um, as I'm like contemplating that, I pull out my torch and try to burn the mummy.
0: So, Wintern, as you're standing there examining the mummy, you watch as Alexander comes over with the torch and goes to plunge the torch into the mummified remains. Can as he does... Um uh you give me a deck save, Shogo. See if you could try to stop him. It's fire. Earth. Now I it. Uh,
2: six. Six? I kind of feebly
0: Yeah. You, no! <laughs> he easily gets in between you and Wintrude. As soon as the torch gets near the mummy, it goes out. And you watch the sound, it pulls the torch back, it's just wisps of smoke coming off the torch. Does, uh, does anyone have any books on them?
6: Only no, I, I I think I
5: Witcher uh, has a lot of books.
6: I thought you had a book about a fucking chemistry or something, Alex.
5: No, I, 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 gave, that, I gave that book away. I'll give it to Pretty sure. I mean, I could look, but it's in the backpack. It's all the way down there. Damn your generous nature, Alex. <laughs> um... So the word is truth, world. Is but that—that that was is that crazy. was part of the storytelling. That was me telling a truth, but it could be the world is a lie.
0: <laughs> I mean, what? as you do that, nothing happens. I mean, <laughs> other than everyone looks really confused as to why Alex is lying about the book. it's
6: <laughs> that on the scale? That's that's on the statue of the scale. Correct. Uh, I have this. I saw this goblin spell book put it on one of the...
5: I don't know if
0: I have the book. Do you put it on the left or the right? I'll put it on the left. As you set the book (laughs) on the left, the scale does not change. It does not move as you add the weight. The weight, the scale on the left stays even with the scale on the right.
5: Okay, so on the right we need to add lies.
3: I'll jump on the right one. (laughs)
0: It's a little too small for you to jump on.
3: I'll hang from it.
0: It doesn't budge.
6: This world is lies. What could Just
5: be put a put lie, another book? We...
6: Word is truth. Word, world is lies. It has to do with like an author. It's a, it's a book. Whatever you say is the truth, but the world that you're building is a lie.
3: We're, I mean, we're yeah. out of
6: bucks. Where's your romance now, Wintrude? Write. I know you've been writing on the romance stuff. Put it. Put it your newest oh. copy on. This. Well, I. Hey, I. Hey. Hurry up! No, shut the fuck up! I I, uh, <laughs> I I don't want Gelmir to hear, but I I, I I when
7: I pulled the card out of the deck, I lost everything.
6: I know you're writing again, though. Here, take some paper and a and a
3: quill. <laughs> write something. <laughs> out. What about a deck? All right, all right. Write
6: something. Write something steamy. <laughs>
3: Gelmir, we don't keep keep secrets, so you gotta tell everybody.
5: Gelmir, your treasure book.
3: I don't have a treasure book.
5: Galmere, I know you have a treasure book. I don't have a treasure book. That treasure book is complete lies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I just kinda look at. Okay. Uh, And then I start just writing out a little scene about a a hero named Rogier tearing at the bodice of...
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be walking over her shoulder you're very naughty <laughs> putting,
1: all the, putting in all the romance novel catchphrases like bodice and swelling And this <laughs> is overly I'm prosaic, prosaic. I'm, I'm just overly saying
4: prosaic. yeah that's it okay.
0: <laughs> and then I tear it and then I put it on the scale yeah you watch as both scales go down equally at the same pace Um, you then watch as the lid of the sarcophagus mummy closes, and then you hear the hermetic release of the sarcophagus on the floor. You can see like dust and air kind of puff out as the sarcophagus on the floor, the lid slightly bumps up. If he's
6: got boots, I want them. Jesus Christ.
1: What? <laughs> I love how everybody's just going to claim some loot already. It's like we haven't gotten anywhere near
6: that stage.
4: Is this... Okay, somebody help me figure this out. Is this Chenix and Granji in the same tomb?
6: They were lovers. Uh, I
1: don't know. Oh, Wait a second. Uh, and then I go to a journal that I labeled that has R included in it. Romance novel idea to wizard... Lovers, right,
4: <laughs> same tomb. <sighs> okay, okay. Back to this. Um,
7: let's see. Oh, that's,
4: that's where was my head? Did.
3: Sorry. Where did where, where did all your stuff go? Why don't you have things anymore? Oh, there. That that
4: other that dimensional zone we were in with with, with the other wizard did some some bad <laughs> magic to my possessions.
6: They were stolen by a spider person, actually. Yeah. We didn't want to tell you because we didn't want you to be scared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're
3: crafty. I point this way because that's where
5: I I use mage hand to try to, like, is the sarcophagus on the floor completely open or just the the seal? Like, it's
0: slightly bumped up. Like, the lid could be shoved open.
5: I, 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 I try to shove it with my mage hand. Too heavy. I try to shove it with my hands.
0: Uh, give me a strike check.
2: I assist him after ordering Mika to stand back.
1: Okay. I don't think I'm tall enough, so it's not going to do me any good to try.
5: <laughs> Nat 20, baby. 21.
0: Nice. The, shift. <laughs> the lid slides off. And the moment the, the lid slides Alex. off, there's this <laughs> burst of darkened energy that kind of like cascades out of the sarcophagus. <laughs> and there's this there's this like laughter that fills the room and you watch as this shade like creature circle the room for a moment. And then like, you can hear this like sense of just maniacal laughter and shriek of joy from the shade as it shreds out of existence. Before it
2: disappears, just for an experiment, I'm going to try, cast Banishment on it.
0: As you attempt to cast Banishment on it, you don't feel like your spell has a target. So as you go to cast Banishment on it, your spell comes into existence, it tries to focus on what you perceived as a target, and then it just vanishes, shreds out of existence. And inside the sarcophagus that you guys just opened up, Alex, you look down. There are there's a mummified corpse inside, and the only thing it's holding, it's in its mummified hands that are at the breast of its form, is a glass key.
5: I use the torch and I try to burn it. Burn the mummy.
0: Why do we, we keep the torch doing- in there? And as you put it in there. The mummy catches on fire immediately. And it's almost like, you know how like a mantle of a Coleman lantern, when you, once it's on fire, it just catches. The entire thing catches and burns out at the same time. You watch as the ashen pile just kind of lays at the bottom of the sarcophagus. There's the glass key that's sitting in there, but you could also see the remains of like an iron belt that must have been around its waist. And those are the only two items left inside of the sarcophagus.
5: Everything burns.
0: Oh man, that smells great. Uh, <laughs>
5: no, I use
0: Mage Hand to pick up the belt. Mage Hand goes in, picks up the belt, he watches the belt made of iron, like um, aggregated iron loops that are set together with this strange looking belt buckle that might like bring it together and, Pulls it out of the sarcophagus. The only thing still in there is a glass key.
1: I'll try to. I hop in and try to fish out the key or grab it.
0: Sorry, it around. There's the key in front. Is it, of the, is it
1: like this? Is like just a yeah, key it's pretty or, good
0: size. It's about six or... inches long, two inches oh, okay. wide, and you grab the glass key.
2: Alexander, I would just like to mention that I could have talked to this person.
5: Oh, you want the belt, and then I throw him the
2: belt. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Why don't we talk to I, the other one?
2: I'm not sure we can get that one open anymore. I and think my also tried to off, light man. that one on fire, so...
6: <laughs> well, they don't
5: know that. It, it was a trap, Shogo. You didn't see it. It, it says in the walls, it says fire. <clears throat> you do everything fire first. You burn it first. And then once you burn it, then it will... Sure. I mean, it, you could have touched the I mummy; mean, it could have killed you.
6: Okay, so we've released possibly another evil spirit into the world. I won't burn <laughs> any more money. In. That's great. I, I mean, I get, we're
3: almost done, right? How many of these are we supposed to be let out? Seven. So far, yeah. That makes six. Oh, well, the other guy got a full set.
2: Didn't Rahi like crush one of them into pieces? Like, she tore one apart. I think it was Zeno. As
0: far as you, well, as far as you can remember about Rahi's interaction with it, yeah. Who wants to put on the belt? I'll do it. But Fairly I'm, fashionable, I think.
2: I put it on since he threw it to me. For some reason.
6: <laughs>
0: um,
2: <laughs> I assume I would need to attune to it if it has any magical effect.
0: Possibly, you guys watch as Shogo puts on the belt. Yeah, Shogo, um, work. It 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 kind of magically adjusts to a size and kind of forms, um, but for the time being, nothing happens when you put it on. But you look stunning.
5: You look stunning, Shogo.
6: I really. I will admit
2: that is the first time someone has told me that. But
1: <laughs> that's a that's a chunk of uh I put that into chat GPT like, uh, like a little love scene between a wizard and a necromancer just to see what it would write. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, well, what did Wintrude come up with? Well, how does it
6: finish? It cut it off at the end. Uh, There's only so much it <laughs> lets you paste
1: into this chat space. but I don't think...
6: Um, I think that is too PG for Wintrude, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have... I was what, I was giving a directions scene? off the fly. I would have had to like you know you, you, if you give it directions you you can
3: get stuff like Entangled and...
0: in forbidden embrace. <laughs> yes,
3: Wetrud, you didn't have Lord <laughs> Bulge in there once. No throbbing.
4: Their, uh, 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 their yeah. lips met in a fervent, oh no
6: supple collision
4: a tumultuous union that transcended the boundaries of their magical realms. In that moment, time stood still as their lips moved in perfect synchrony, breathing life into a love that defied convention. Their love was a spell, casting aside the shadows of their
6: past and immersing them in a blissful enchantment that only they could create. What if I cast the spell magic on their love?
5: When are you ready to your first book, Witcher? <laughs> I definitely think we could
6: sell a lot of content. <laughs> Not that I want to read it, I just want to sell it. Okay, so... Eddie, where's the keyhole at? Let's, where's, let's get out of here. Where's the keyhole at? Yeah, where's
5: the keyhole at? Oh. Oh, it, it's in the belt. The keyhole's in the
6: belt. It's a chastity
3: belt. <laughs> I,
2: I assume it? I would have recognized if it was a chastity belt. A
6: chastity belt. <laughs> I start
5: inspecting the belt on Shogo uncomfortably.
0: Yeah. Does it have, have a buckle? Is like, you like get your face in this buckle?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Do I find a
0: keyhole? Uh, give me an investigation check. Oh my god.
5: Can I check the <laughs> That's not necessary.
0: But I did, so, uh, get, a get, I yeah, did I get a twenty-three.
5: I did get a twenty. Um yeah,
0: sure, so give me an investigation. Twenty-two. Highest yeah. one of the day. Um I mean the only thing that's noticeable about the, the way the belt latches in place, um it, it's it's got a bronze piece that brings it together and in front of the bronze piece. Um, Like, engraved into the bronze is an image of a lightning bolt kind of crackling across the bronze plate. Um, Other than that, nothing,
5: you know. I use lightning lore and and literally strike
0: at you. (laughs) You all, like, as this weird interaction is going on with Alexander, (laughs) you hear Gelmir go, oh, yeah, it's right here as once the sarcophagus looked closed on the other one in the center of the midsection of the sarcophagus looks like the perfect place to put a key into alright Shogo it looks like you can talk to this guy yeah
3: I mean I'm no sarcophagi but this looks like a keyhole <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: sarcophagus we're
1: saying so the sarcophagus that closed is a keyhole Correct. Did I
2: take okay. damage from the lightning? There?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you just electrify my nether
5: regions? I'm pretty good with the chugo I, I I only aim for the belt. I mean, if I hit any other
0: extremities, I'm sorry. And you so, watch as the lightning effect gets completely absorbed by the belt. Huh. I mean, I'm not gonna say it. like lightning is kind of my
3: thing, but like, I mean, yeah, you know.
4: Okay, and I. I'm key in hole. I'm handling the key. I I just want to get straight that Alex, we're not going to light the contents on fire. Gelmir, we're not shooting at the bummy inside. We just nothing. Let Shogo speak with it after I unlock
5: this. A hundred
0: percent agree. Yep.
1: And I put the key in and try to turn it. And
0: yeah, as you it. put the key in. It turns the key shatters into hundreds of tiny pieces and like into a cloud, like a small ball of shattered glass and then shoots outward. You watch as the sarcophagus begins to grind and turn and fall into the ground. And as it disappears into the ground below you, you watch as dozens of little holes in the walls open and sand is now slowly filling the room. Ah! I'm going to be
5: honest, guys. I think I was supposed to burn that mummy because now we have earth. And I think water's the next step. You know, I think I think that was part of the plan.
1: As you're saying that, I, I in a panic, clip off my canteen and I'm like this. Because like,
4: I don't want to be buried alive. <laughs> Witcher
5: blues me. But if Witcher believes me, we're all We're all you, fucked. You don't know
0: right. <laughs> So you watch it's like Witcher spraying out water everywhere, but nothing's happening.
6: Oh, I look towards the ceiling. Is there anything?
0: Maybe a passage um, that opened up. I mean, other than the, the open sarcophagus on the floor, right? And now the sarcophagus that was standing has ground and disappeared into the ground. There's the scale statue still there with the, but they're both descended downward. And you still see the effigy of the other wizard in the right hand corner, um, all of the fire to earth, to water to wind, landscape of uh, of 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 runes of telling the story of creation. But looking up at the ceiling, as you can see these, you know, uh, thin streams of sand, uh, everybody would notice that the sand is now ankle deep at this point. Um, looking at the ceiling, the ceiling is devoid of any markings. Okay, it's just I'm gonna a go look at the wizard ceiling. Effigy. You're gonna
6: do with the hoop? I wanna go inspect the wizard effigy if there's anything going on with that.
0: The one of Chenix, as you Chenix. head over to that one, give me an investigation check. Uh, 15. The statue stands five feet tall, maybe two feet across. Yeah. He seems to be holding a book in his left hand and an orb in his right hand, although it's chiseled all from the same stone. He seems to have a face that's staring straight ahead and just kind of standing there with the arms out, orb, book, staring straight ahead And at the base of the statue. It just says Chenix the Witted. What is he staring at? turn to look. And as you turn to look, he is staring specifically at the the section describing the story of wind. Okay.
6: I'm going to go take my cloak again at the, that section. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you guys watch his tear? Walks away from the statue <laughs> over to the corner of the tomb and suddenly takes off his cloak and he's waving it at the portion of the wind runes of the story of creation, but nothing's happening.
5: I I, I I take off mine and I do it to the statue itself.
0: Watch as Alexander does the same thing, but this time he's waving at the statue. So for the two of you or for the rest of you you're watching as Alexander is waving his cloak at the statue. Tears waving his cloak at the at the panel that, that, that talks about the creation of wind and Nothing happening.
6: I'll throw some water on the panel instead. i throw okay. some water on the statue.
0: Yeah. Still, nothing. Just it, it, the sand is now knee deep. Uh, can oh, I jump on top means- of the sand to get, like, a higher height? Every time you do, you sink. Which means for me, it's probably waist deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and Gelmir would be. Although Grimitz is hovering above the sand.
3: Yeah, I'll jump I'll on Grimitz. I'm going to throw sand at the wind panel. Nothing. I'm going to throw sand at tear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Um,
6: I'm just going to just, like, inspect the panel then, like, touch around on it.
0: Okay. I'm going to look at you As you do that.
5: I'm going to look at Shogo nervously, and I'm going to pull out my torch and try to burn the statue. Not and 20,
0: or <laughs> a total of 30. The whole thing, just
6: nice. the whole thing. me the fuck out of here.
0: As the chamber still continues to fill up with wind, or sorry, with sand, um, uh, Alexander's looking like he's getting ready to burn something yet again. Tyr, you recognize in the story of wind creation, there is a picture of an open book. And then a image of an orb that seemed to match the orb and book on the statue. Can we take And the then book below from the that, in common, a ancient um scripture, ancient Riddle. um uh <laughs> like religious scripture, um, talking about uh the balance of creation um affecting the overall understanding of the world you get the feeling that somehow this is all connected to the scales
5: I take the orb and the book and I try to put them on the scales
0: they are solidly like um, chiseled out of the same piece of stone that the statue's made of uh, so
6: I'll try and open the book that's on the scale if nothing happens I'm taking both things off
0: the scale Right. You take both off, and this time, both of the scales go to the top, even though there's nothing on them. I'll put sand in
3: one, and then I'll
0: be a gaseous form in the other one. Oh, interesting. You watch as both scales go back to the even point. You watch as all the sand stops right about chest level for everybody else. Neck level for like Wintrude, but Gelmer's up. Well, Gelmer's gaseous form right now. <clears throat> and you hear like a grinding sound as the statue of Chetix kind of shifts and comes apart as the whole corner of that room begins to empty. As some false bottom section of the floor has opened, and now all the sand is draining out. And the vacuous nature of the sand is pulling all of you down towards it, with the exception of Galmere, who's still in gaseous form. <laughs> I,
5: I, I I go with the sand.
0: You watch as Alexander disappears with the sand. Um, I, uh, I cast...
1: Um, sorry, let me click on spells real quick. Um, I cast uh, Spider Climb. Okay. So, if I can get like onto a, like if my hand could just stick onto a wall or something, and if I can, like I just try to go up.
0: If okay, I, mean I say it with spider climb, you manage to latch onto the wall and climb. And you've got one hand on the ceiling, one hand on the wall, with your feet pressed firmly as you watch Alexander get sucked down into the into the sand that's emptying into the false opening. I'm dead, guys. No. <laughs> 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 Tear and Shogo, anything you want to try to do before you end up going downwards? You're mute, no, Shogo. You're muted, Shogo. Uh,
2: just grab onto Mika and try and make the ride soft for both of us.
6: Okay.
1: <laughs> you're, you're like a big shock absorber, then.
6: Yeah. How big is the uh, hole in the ground? It's about four feet around.
0: I'm going to do a little spy at the... <laughs> so, as Tear Shogo, and Alexander just ride the sand. Eventually, the entire room empties of the sand. You can hear a grinding sound as if the hole in the floor is gradually beginning to close. Oh shit! <laughs> Do we see? Gelmir, any- Wintrude, and uh, Grivitz are still up in the room. Tear, Alexander, and Shogo. You are continuously just following this chute, this stone chute that's taking you deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh,
2: gonna it's going like to be a, a water Except much dustier.
5: So,
7: Winter, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to do like a... Again, I play too much Zelda. Um, I'm going to do a, a Link-style dive uh, and, and try to... Uh,
6: Thread the needle,
1: get into the hole. Get okay. there and and then kind of like you know Spider-Man sort of <laughs> onto the slide, <laughs> and then carefully work my way. Like I'll uh yeah carefully work my way to I can see because it double sight, so I correct. Be a
0: little bit yeah. Me, what are you doing? Uh, Gravitz
3: will follow Wintrude. Okay, down the hole. Um, I'll make my way through it, still in gaseous form. Okay, this way I could like move my own pace and not worry about it. Yeah,
1: that's my idea that? too. It's kind of like, <laughs> like at a trot like just not um, you know, as it's slanted like this but because my feet can stick to it, I'm just kind of like, you know.
0: So with that as you and your gassy sport are coming through the opening, you could see Wintrude doing her best to cautiously make her way down the chute. With all the sand gone and ahead of the two of you, It's just a stone kind of like tunnel that's been polished smoothly, and you can hear it receding deeper and deeper down below. For Tyr, Alexander, and Shogo, you're just kind of riding the sand as it's taking you deeper. It's like this gradual kind of like helix effect of getting further and further and further Um, For the three of you, you get the feeling that you travel for about an hour like this. But near the tail end of that slide, it begins to gradually even out. Before long, it spits the three of you out um, into a cavern filled with mushroom-like forests. These huge mushrooms that stand 12 feet tall. Uh, some are short, squat and fat, different colors. There's just um, and you land in like a bed of mycelium like flora. Um, and you and as you land in that, it like cushions the blow of your fall. But because it evened out near the end, you didn't quite it didn't really affect you all that much. But the three of you are now in this huge mushroom mushroom forest chamber. You could see the cavern goes to the right and the left, but along the edge of these cavern walls, it's just this dense, thick mycelium forest all in front of you. And a strange glow of dim light emanating from the mycelium forest.
5: Um, do Shogo, do you think they're
2: coming? <laughs> I mean, um, I, I heard some things from up ahead that sounded like them, I assume so.
6: As soon as I recognize the mushrooms, I would like to take like a bandana or something from my disguise kit and cover my nose and mouth.
0: Okay. I see him covering
5: his nose and mouth, and I do the same.
0: Okay. I think she I'm already like that by default. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the three of you, kind of like. Looking at where you are, looking at this huge mycelium forest in front of you, um, every now and then you can hear, like, strange sounds emanating from the forest. Um, There is a notable stone pathway that kind of branches off from the um, smaller beds of mushrooms that you're in. There's a very heavy kind of vegetative, like, organic smell in the air, But so far, no ill effects. Um, However, waiting around for a little while, the first person you see come out is the gaseous form of Gelmir as he comes floating out. Um, And then eventually you can hear the squidgy voice of Wintrude kind of pulling herself out of the slide chute. And the five of you are back together again standing at the edge of this forest
1: so is the is the chute is it like up above and it's this fall
0: down into not really it, oh, it it's like just as humans you, out. It, as you come out it's only a few feet off the ground Oh, okay. cuz it was gradually evening out and just kind of plunked you down into the small beds of mushroom okay um uh, uh flora all on the ground and you feel like you're <sighs> on the edge of just this massive forest of mushrooms and at the bottom of this is the sand still there what's that is the sand still there Uh, the sand is there it's just kind of dispersed out amongst the area
5: um and the pathway the stone pathway so to speak is that in the center of these two pathways
0: Uh, there's just a single stone pathway that goes directly into the mycelium forest
5: Okay, but didn't you say there was something about, like, a left and right?
0: There's just the cavern walls that go to your right and left. Okay. But they stop at kind of, like, where the edge of the forest is. So it's like the forest feels like it just fills this massive space. Mm, mm. Um, Gilber, with your arrival, you actually recognize this forest. That's what I was wondering. You are deep in the Underdark. Yeah. Very deep.
4: Uh, 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 G, G, G- Galbert. Yeah. This, this, this is the Underdark, right? Yeah. Let me, let me look for my U journal. I think I got it.
3: Okay. Hey, did you guys see how I solved that puzzle? That <laughs> did it. we were all <laughs> died and That I solved it.
2: I'm not really paying attention to him. I'm looking around (laughs) at the mushrooms to see if there's anything either threatening or something that I can harvest.
5: I want to help him and do the same. I was thinking the same thing. Okay,
0: you guys can give me um, nature checks or survival. Your choice.
2: Yeah, Alex got... 14 I got ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I would say looking at all the different like plant matter and fungi and mycelium matter um as you begin to kind of um just kind of rummage through and search through the matter um it the two of you watch is a six inch tall Mushroom creature starts running away from the two of you. Is he running Do down the path? Him? He's running towards the edge of the forest and he seems to be screaming in terror. Ah! He's just like running away from you towards the edge of the forest. Grab I try him. to use lightning lure to catch him. Okay. Grab him. Or you could use bait hand. Either or.
5: I, I, I think lightning lure might be better. Okay. You know?
0: And I believe he has to make a save, right?
5: I guess major might be better. <laughs>
0: oh <my God.
2: laughs> Why is the first instinct for violence?
5: It's not. It's, it's a peaceful. It's a peaceful. Uh, it's a
0: peaceful way to trap your enemies.
5: It is a peaceful way. It just strength saving through.
0: <laughs> you watch as electric energy arcs out. It latches on to the little the little mycelium creature and you watch as Alexander f- brings it back towards him. And you're now holding a struggling six-inch reddish green like mushroom creature. And it immediately tries, you watch as a mouth forms on it at, underneath the, the cap of the mushroom, and it tries to bite your finger. <laughs> you like you keep moving your hand to keep it from biting your thumb. Uh
5: Does anybody speak Mushroom?
0: Yeah, I do.
2: (laughs) I cast the spell Calm Emotions on the Mushroom and on Alex for good measure.
3: Uh. (laughs) Hey, Mushroom.
2: Uh, So, basically, it makes a uh, charisma-saving throw. um, Oh, that's a
0: fail. Yeah, it immediately stops trying to eat... Um, uh, Twenty-eight. It immediately, it immediately starts stops trying to bite Alexander's hand. It just gets very possible, <coughs> and it's got these big anime eyes staring up at um, uh, staring up at uh, uh, Alexander. And it starts kind of like, and then its thin purple tongue comes out and starts licking his hands and fingers.
5: I, I feel I, I feel <laughs> like this this mushroom is. Got some psychedelic effects. It's trying to calm me. I'm fighting it, though. Roll <laughs> <I> rolled twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, I know. D- 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 don't don't bite into any of the mushrooms around here. I mean, us um, Well, I mean, Gelmir, do you do you eat the mushrooms down here? You've been down here. Oh,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could eat this one right here. I mean, this well, one looks... Don't
7: oh.
2: eat
4: him. He's a denizen.
2: Gellnir, oh. do you recognize what this is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a living mushroom. Uh,
0: as I, you I can it, see that, Gellnir. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, you, you know what this is? It, um, it reminds you of a creature. Um, where is it? uh no that wouldn't be it um yeah, they're, they're all they're michaels they're just they're, I believe they're yeah all they're all like michaels. they're they're a variation of different mitchondrions right so they could either be um a certain size of existence mm-hmm. like some are big some are small um uh, they are very kind of like almost like a tribal organic existing creature. Um, the older they get, the bigger they get, they're quite feral when they're small (laughs) and as they grow in size and age, they kind of get in touch with their natural powers. Uh,
3: Uh, Small ones are fine. You can eat the small ones. It's the big ones you got to worry about. So uh, so it's really bad that you ate the small ones.
4: Wait, so if I understand correctly, it's like it, it, it's like a, it, it's really savage right now, but it's going to grow up to be a sort of like wise
3: mushroom hippie sort of figure. Well, I mean, it depends on the mushroom. I don't appreciate your generalizations when tried. What do we name it? <laughs> oh, I want to message in the
6: mushroom. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to ask if you can understand. Do you understand me in common?
0: As a reply, you get a lot of squidgy, squeaky noises that you don't recognize. I'll
3: speak to it in deep speech <laughs> and under. Yeah. And see if it, yeah, I was wondering.
0: Yeah. As you begin to speak to it in deep speech, it turns to look away from an Alexander, looks up towards you, and it, as it looks at you, it says the word Papa, and then looks back towards Alexander and says the word Mama.
3: No, it doesn't understand
0: us. We need to live here right
5: now. <laughs> oh, I think we should name it. And to be honest, we could use it as sort of like a, a radar detector to detect, yeah. like, if we're going into a bad area or we're about to eat like a bad mushroom or something. I think uh, we Alexander,
3: trust me, we're not ready for this.
5: Do you have enough information to tell if this is a male or a female? Or as far
3: as have... you know,
0: Gailmere, they are asexual.
3: They're in both, or neither. But
1: because <laughs> <laughs> of course Gailmere's not gonna say asexual <laughs> like beyond his vocabulary.
3: Alright.
5: Well um we 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 will uh, call him Toad?
3: Yeah, no, they're Michael's <laughs> M Y C O L. They're all named Michael.
2: Toad. <laughs> While they're having this conversation, I'm going to try Basically, even though this doesn't really work well I do have treats that I occasionally give to Mika uh, I try to coax the uh, uh, the small myconid to eat one of
0: them You, you coax it to eat one of what?
2: Uh, the treats that I have.
0: Okay. Um, It doesn't really seem interested in the treats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael Toad Galander. <laughs> Thank you for giving
1: it a first name, a middle name, and a last name. That's how <laughs> good this is. <has> been- <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
5: um, so I start just going ahead of the group with Michael Toad Galander. You know, that's short for Galmir and Alexander, kind of
7: <laughs> going,
5: <laughs> and and Michael T- Toad Galander uh, and me uh, are are kind of rushing ahead at a pretty a pretty fast trot, you know, just kind of uh, happily going. And and now I'm just kind of feeling feeling the energy of the forest and really just vibing with this whole new world that I'm going in. It, it, it's it's calm for me. <laughs> I feel a new sense of responsibility a- <laughs> <laughs> Like a new purpose in life. I was I've been searching for a purpose. Yeah, you guys are watching love, Alexander.
0: kind of like going up the storm path towards the 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 it forest.
2: Um, we should follow I, on, I, right? I, yeah. I guess <laughs>
0: everyone this
3: is this is bad. This is real bad. What's bad? <laughs> this. What? This what specifically? That, that Mike and it, that Michael, and uh, it thinks Alexander is its mommy. Oh. Well, who's its dad? He doesn't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I, I kind of just look at Geller but then I start trotting off after Alex to see where we're going because I don't have any clue yet.
6: I don't Gelman. hear any of this conversation. I'm so zoned in to just <laughs> Amir, you don't have to be the stepfather, you can be the father that stepped up.
4: <laughs> My dad, My family's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, those Clay, you're wise. Oh shit. You Eventually lose track of Alexander as he enters the forest edge.
3: Oh shit. We got to go. Uh um,
0: um,
1: I, I'm trying to follow him. I'm trying to trot after
0: him and Trude starts following as well.
2: I pick up Mika and sprint
0: after them. I'll run in with Privets. Okay. I'm following
6: at a leisurely pace.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. as you guys kind of everybody give me perception checks as you go from the edge of the forested area and you're now following the stone path deeper into the interior forest. We're,
5: Natural twenty twenty two. I am so perceptive. Wait,
1: what am I rolling? <laughs> of the world Perception. around me. <laughs> Perception. Sorry, I was rolling. a I was writing a note down. <laughs>
5: twenty eight. Perception. Twenty two. Wow, you guys. Twenty one. <clears throat> this world nice. is just heightening us.
0: I know. The <laughs> forest is strange. Uh, watching Alexander carry this small mushroom creature, which seems to have. succumb to Alexander's you know embrace just like to the point where he's carrying it and like passively talking to it at the same time like (laughs) keeping it calm telling it not to worry Um, Alexander's leading you deeper but you're on the main stone path it's here there are strange jellyfish like creatures that float on either side of you but they are translucent and have various colors and energies, kind of. You watch as one large one, like moves in amongst three smaller ones, arcane energy (coughs) zaps the three smaller ones as the large one consumes the three smaller ones. You can see these mycelium forested trees that are 20 feet tall, 15, 10, 12, just kind of like congested into the density of the space that you're walking through. Um, You can then, you've then watched something slither in the undergrowth of the forest and kind of like purposely avoid you and go deeper and away. For all of you, this place feels very much alive, but it's definitely trying to avoid you at this current moment.
5: Is there any bugs or flying creatures or anything in the air?
0: There are quite a few. And they all take on translucent and kind of like um, very similar to what you ran into back in that one cavern um, they're all like um, brightly colored translucent creatures of variations of size they're not traditional insects from your own perspective
5: is is the place lit up by the plants itself or like yeah what there's is the a light? dim
0: light from all the organic, Fungi and lichen and everything in the space.
5: This is like an underground Avatar scene that I'm imagining right now. Kind of, right now. yeah. Um, I look at I look at Michael and I, I and I see if he's worried and if he's not, I keep shoving ahead. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say.
1: Michael uh,
0: Toad Galander. To yeah, you look at him. He just just his little purple tongue is like licking your hand and just kind of <laughs> staring up at you from time to time. It doesn't seem to be concerned about anything. Uh, has it been over a minute? Definitely. The
2: calm emotions are sworn off.
0: Yeah, but it seems to be attached. It, it doesn't seem to care. It's <laughs> feeling very possible. <laughs> sure, Shogo's <sure> concerned. <laughs> I know.
4: Hey, down here, is, is, is it normal that nothing down here is trying to kill us?
3: I mean, yeah, nothing ever tries to kill me. He knows better.
4: I mean, like, in the Underdark specifically, though.
3: Sure. I've never been down here with you, so I don't know.
4: Well, I mean, like, you've been down here, though, right? Like, this... You, ah. you, you are a ranger. This is your this is your specialty. This is your expertise zone.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, we're doing great. <laughs> but this is normal. Great, right? This is normal? Well, I mean, normal is just... almost I was dead. So that's my baseline normal. So right now, we're doing great. Well,
4: I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, what sort of danger should we keep an eye out for in this forest? Oh, the of much-
0: well, Watch out for all the danger. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you feel like you're in the lower <laughs> dark, Gelmir. This is the deepest... <laughs> yeah, this is the, lowest, this is the lowest dark.
3: dark. It, it, which, is, which is bad? Or like there's dark, there's under dark, and then there's lower dark. Which should
5: you probably would notice that that uh, Gelmer's almost dead. He's, like, super low. <laughs> he's dying over here. So he might not be thinking clearly.
1: <laughs> let me... Yeah, let me let me take a look at him for a second. Like, his... If he looks like... If he's, like, exterior oh, wounds and like, stuff.
3: The... I'm, like, passing out left and right.
7: <laughs> okay, hang on.
3: I... I, uh... Hang on a second.
1: Features and traits. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> I go ahead and um, I uh, I go ahead and, and I, as I'm walking alongside him, uh, I reach out and uh, use healing light on him, which lets me roll like like four d I can roll up to four d six to try to help I'll him. myself
3: some some temp too.
1: So you give oh. you some. Oh my god, this is crap. Roll uh, nine. Uh, so eleven hit points
7: doubled <laughs>
6: where I was bad. at. <laughs> Is the over still like on the verge of death or something? Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I'm at 23 with 10 temp now. <laughs>
0: Jesus, wait, I think it was at like 9 or 10 or 12. I was at I
3: was at 12. I and mean, I, you
0: guys are all looking pretty rough. I mean, that last little foray was a little bit rough. Okay, well. so what what would I know about like just the environment down here and like
3: tips and tricks?
0: The challenges with the Lower Dark is that it is considered the most dangerous environment of the Underdark. <laughs> and whether or not this part of the Lower Dark expanded after the after the um, Hellistar's establishment of the Mountain, it's quite possible that this space used to be something else during Hellistar's time. And the Underdark and the Lower Dark expanded outward and kind of succumb and uh, like, overtook what used to be here. Because if you're still in the Undermountain, this is a little strange to see the Lower Dark so spread out. But then again, the Undermountain's considered over 2,000 years old. So there are many different assumptions and beliefs in regards to the Underdark. The one thing you know about the Lower Dark is that it tends to be connected with what's called rifts. And it's believed that portions of the Lower Dark offer the greatest opportunities towards entering a place called Avernus.
3: Okay, everyone, just a heads up. If you see a weird portal thing, it goes to hell. I don't mean that, like, metaphorically. I mean, it'll actually take you to hell. So don't go through it.
4: D- don't, don't go into the hell gates.
5: I think I'm so right. far up ahead, I don't hear
0: this. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, a good 50 feet up while everyone else <laughs> is lingering behind you.
1: Can I, can, I do, uh, can I do, like, a medicine check, like, as I'm going along? Like, just to see if Gelmir is okay, if he would need any more healing or anything. Uh, like,
0: I leave you know, it up to or... Gelmir to describe oh. his condition. Okay. Uh, yeah, I still look... Alex, wait. Uh, Alex, yes. give me a con save.
6: Oh geez. Perfect.
5: That's a natural one for four.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, now I'm not worried
5: about anything.
0: Killing uh, yeah, it. I feel like you have a slight ringing in your ears. You feel a little bit nauseous. Um Go ahead and take thirty one points of poison damage. Oh, you
5: just wanna you wanna even it out, don't you?
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you're carrying something and you didn't notice what it did so All right. you, know, you just feel kind of sickly All right, but you feel um, but other than that you're happy you're yeah. like euphorically happy to the point where you're like yeah. even though you feel strange you don't necessarily believe anything's wrong All right. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna reach like, out
1: I'm gonna reach out and, and uh touch Gelmir's shoulder and, and cast uh, Cure Wounds.
6: Okay. For, um... Wait, I can, uh... I for, can.
1: Ooh, dude, I rolled double eight um, for 19 points of healing. Nice! Take it.
6: Damn.
0: That God. never really happened. Mean. I'm gonna cast, a message
6: on Alex but come back
0: here real quick. Uh, Alex, you hear this really loud kind of, like, ringing in your ears? <laughs> 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 but it... it, it it's more of an annoyance. You just kind of ignore it as you continue deeper into the forest. But
1: sure. even when yes. Alex gets to be happy, he doesn't. He has to suffer from his happiness. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, sorry, Game Master. It's kind of the height of uncoolness. Gee,
0: I mean, he's the one that picked it up like a pet. I don't know what to tell you. Because he's our Who wouldn't? <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm, I toad. really think we need, to, we need to get that back in it away from him. I'm, Re- really, really oh, good.
5: no, I'll, I'm going to become tolerant to this. this is, I'm building a tolerance. Right now.
3: <laughs>
0: and, and as you guys are looking at the dim light, like, Tear gets a little concerned and kind of, like, picks up the pace a little bit. Tear, like, at the edges of his exposed skin on the back, there's little bits of fungus caps beginning oh, to shit. grow out the back of his neck. And oh, the power of his really skin, tear. like, normally red and black... Is now okay. taking on more of a grayish, kind of hue. Uh Yeah, I think we need to uh, get get him. Can we get
6: him to?
4: We need to get him to stop. We we probably should stop and and try to set up
6: camp and and, and uh, talk and get our bearings oh, and come up with. How a far plan. away is he right now? He's about sixty feet in front of you. And I'm, I'm picking sure.
5: up pace. I'm picking up pace. I'm, I'm okay.
6: I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm like I'm casting
0: command, and I'm just going to say drop. Okay, what's the save on wisdom that? Save nineteen. Uh, Alexander, give me wisdom save at disadvantage because you are poisoned. Imagine he saves that.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, the first one was a 22. Uh.
0: <laughs> the second one was a nine. Nine. You hear this very abrupt ringing in your head and then you hear a distinct drop it. And you stop and you let go of your hand. Like you open your hand. And as you do, you look down to see that the creature has rooted into the flesh of your palm. And you can see the fungal strands, like, circling around your hand and into your elbow. You can see this, like, mucus, this, like, yellow mucus kind of, like, draining from where it's, like, penetrated into your hand and arm, kind of breaking you out of the stupor as this creature, like, turns to look up at you. It's purple tongue lolled out. It's, like, absorbing your physical matter right now. And you can see little protrusions forming on your arm, little mushroom caps beginning to form, little nodules on your arm. But I can't drop it. You can't. It's attached to you <laughs> tear. You see that Alexander's trying to drop it, but all these fungal strands are preventing him from being able to drop it. How far away is he? Uh, he stopped to do that, you guys. Yeah. I've caught up to him now. All right. Can we?
4: Can, okay. Gelmir, you, you you have experience down here. Is it possible to set up a camp? At Shogo, can you? Can we get Alex? Uh, like like, calm down and and, and sort of it like lying down. Where do you think you could help treat this?
2: I can help treat this. Yes. Uh, someone hold him.
4: Well, can we set up a camp? Can we... Mary? what do we... Just can, hold Have him. you
0: camped down here? Have we...
5: Well, don't don't kill the... Don't kill him.
0: <laughs> like, Alexander's looking at it, and you got... And just, don't kill it. It's it's fine. I'm just gonna... <laughs> we need a long rest, dude. We kind <clears> of <throat> need to, like,
1: stop. This, this, this can't just be... A, it's not like you pause for a second and get the tweezers out and take a splinter out. It can't yeah. be that way. We're, no, we're can't gonna sit Alex thing. down
6: and... I mean... I I want to keep going, guys.
0: Give me a survival check with advantage because you are in your favorite terrain. (laughs) I don't have favorite terrain anymore. Oh, that's right. So give me a survival check. 15. 15. There's an area off the path uh, that seems to be a decent enough space that you guys could make camp if you choose to. I
5: want to keep going, guys.
0: I think we're fine. Wait, um...
6: Looking at Alex,
0: what do I think I could? Alex's see? left eye is like starting to get like a mucus covering over it. Could I safely extract the myconid? Um, you can give me a medicine check as Shogo is kind of doing his medicine review. So Shogo, can you give me a medicine check as well, just Where to kind go? of assess oh. the situation.
6: Did
7: you
6: know uh, <laughs> do you know it of those dice rolls were fell off
0: the desk? Yeah. It, like, fell oh, off. It. it fell off. It uh, fell 19. 19. So between you and Shogo, Tier, you notice that it might be difficult. You're not sure if it's going to be dangerous to extract the kind of like Rudy protrusions into Alexander's form. Shogo, you immediately recognize the transmutation effect. When this thing is done killing Alexander, <coughs> the 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 mucus-like saliva of its form will gradually turn Alexander into like a a a, a place for micronids to sprout from. It's almost like oh, turning like him awesome into like a, a like like a like a grow bed of micronids is what's turning him into. If they weren't killing you. Really, would become a mother. <laughs> Oh, right, I'm. Tear, give me a sleight of hand as you begin to pull <coughs> at the, the fungal strands to see if they'll release. Don't. 25. You watch as Tear carefully pulls one of the strands out. And at the end of the strand is this two-inch long toothy protrusion with, like, a jettison of, like, filaments that are covered in Alexander's blood. So gross. And now Tear is like fucking each one out.
2: While this is happening, I, I start, I take out my medicine kit and start putting together some really, really potent antifungals. Okay.
0: Um, Give me an intelligence check for starters.
2: Intelligence.
0: I look at, I look at uh,
5: Michael Toad and I say, <laughs> I say, hey, I, I love you to death, but if you don't detach now, they're gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I wanna be friends. But we can we can end this amicably, or I could just kill you now.
0: It doesn't speak your language. Um, as you pantomime this to it, uh give me a persuasion check. And I'm doing it
5: with a with the dagger, like
0: I'm, Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, that's fair. Natural twenty for
5: twenty-five.
0: Nice. As you're pantomiming this. Idea of it getting along with you. Um, it at that moment, Tear plucks out the final strand. <clears throat> Shogu is off to the side putting together like a salve or a concoction. You watch as all the strands recoil back into the base of the of the small myceliated creature as this tiny little mycaid sits there with its huge anime eyes looking up at you with its purple tongue lulling out, its teeth. Kind of serrated and barred underneath its cap. Um, and you're holding it, it's like the size of a Smurf, you know, as you're holding it. Yeah. And it seems frustrated at what Tear did, and it immediately bites into your hip palm, just like out of anger and frustration, bites you for two points of piercing damage. <laughs> and you begin to feel this liquid pulsing into your hand.
5: Give Do me you a comment. Me? To
0: Yeah, with advantage, because Shogo and Tear try to prevent it from doing this again. 21. You feel the poison about to pulse back into your hand again. You get the feeling this thing's too feral to even know what it's doing. It's just, it's a feral creature.
5: I, I put it under my foot, and as I'm holding it, I I like I I put my heel down on its like bottom half and then I take my right foot and I just repeatedly just start smashing it.
0: (laughs) As little bits of micated like mushroom meat go spraying off in the entire area. You feel that euphoric feeling leave you, Alexander? The searing pain of poison that's coursing through your blood. These Mucus dripping wounds and the little nodules of my my chondrium like coming into existence go ashen and start falling off your body. Uh, what'd you get, Shogo?
2: Uh, 16 for the intelligence,
0: uh, the uh, sleight of hand with advantage as you mix the ingredients together.
2: All right, huh? Two tons in a row, interesting.
0: Any bonuses? My quarter, what? Any bonuses for sleight of hand? Uh, negative one. Okay, re- so nine. My nerves are pretty messed up. <laughs> as you assemble the concoction, you can see that Alexander's already destroyed the Mykonin. Tears pulled the last of the filaments out of his arm, and the little nodules are beginning to fall off as the poison is coursing through his body. You take what you made and start applying it to the wounds on Alexander. Uh, go ahead and roll a D4, Shogo. D4. And while they're doing all this, I'm grabbing
3: all the nodules, the filaments, the mycadid parts, and I'm putting it all in the stew for dinner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way I can apply my medical knowledge to this? I'm pretty... I'm sure. intimately familiar with magical parasites.
0: Yeah, you can You can go ahead and give me a, a medicine check with advantage.
2: All right. So. uh,
0: Dirty 20. You can give me 2d4. Got it.
6: I hope we come to find out that Mika is a magical parasite and Chogo is just like
2: a carcass. (laughs) Uh, Six.
0: Six. Uh, Alex, you get six hit points back. You're no longer poisoned. You feel the last of the poison going to ebb out of your body. Um, at this point, Alexander seems to be slowly turning back to normal. That How's everybody was...
6: looking like, health-wise?
5: I don't want to stand here and let another one of these things come on me. So I am voting anti-rest. <laughs> and we keep trying.
6: Um, I'm going to cast uh, Aura of Vitality. Okay. What does so... that do? Uh, it's a minute long. So it's supposed to be every... It's a bonus action. Wait, let me find it. Um,
5: Another OP bard thing.
6: Magical <laughs> magical secrets. It was magical secrets. I got it from, from Paladin. Um, until the spell ends or moves with you, you can use a bonus action to cause one creature in the aura to regain 2d6 hit points for a minute. So, So that's 20d6. 10. Yeah, 20d6 basically. Holy... I was just going to roll like 2d6 and then don't that out 10 times. Is that? That's fine. Yeah. Feel free. Seven. Um, all right. So I'll give four, to uh, Gilmere, uh, four to Alex. How are you guys looking?
1: I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. Honestly, sure I'm at, I'm at 79
2: out of 92. Uh, let me see. Is that four times seven. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, forty-six. Forty-six out of uh eighty-seven. And I'll
6: I only need three. Okay, well, three to Alex. Uh, four. I'm not good at math. Is uh four to Gelmir,
2: three to Shogo.
0: Okay. So twenty-one. So with this aura vitality kind of blossoming out, everyone feels that magic recovery kick in. Gelmir, while. Alexander can be eccentric at times. The fact that he's a little bit panicked about his own immortality, you're not in too much of a disagreement. Getting out of this forest sooner rather than later might be a good idea. Staying here can get dangerous. Problem right. is you're not sure how big the forest is here. Okay, I'm going to make us real sneaky,
3: okay? So you're just going to have to stay near me. And then we're just going to have to sneak out
0: of here, so no more things to try to eat us or jump on us. Yeah, let's go. Sounds go
2: sensible all. enough.
0: Okay, I pass without a trace on all of us. Okay, so you're concentrating on pass without a trace.
5: Uh, Tyr, I think you and me should lead the front. I feel like kind of the tankiest individuals.
0: <laughs> all right. So Tyr and Alexander leading down the pathway. You guys abandoned the one hopeful spot of taking a long rest. <laughs> Wintrude, a bit concerned, but realizing that maybe there might be some truth here. This is proving to be a pretty dangerous environment. The five of you line up and start heading down the stone pathway. I need fresh stealth checks from everybody. Don't forget to add that plus ten. Stealth checks.
5: Add plus ten.
0: Yep. Yeah. For from a, a trace.
5: Yeah. Golly,
3: with advantage. Twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven? Twenty-five. Okay.
2: Twenty-four. With a plus eighteen. Uh twenty two uh twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one? Tier? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Being cautious and moving with cautious intent. Following the stone path, it begins to thread its way ever deeper into the forest. Every now and then something large shifts out in this strange place. At some point, you watch as about a dozen of these myconid figures of various sizes kind of shift in and out of your peripheral vision. But with your stealth and with your caution, they never take notice of you. And after about 30 minutes of traveling cautiously and carefully, you can now actually see another stream of light coming through the forest from the opposite direction that, you're, that you've been walking towards. Almost like you're getting to the edge of the forested area. And you begin to move towards that. Um, everybody give me a final stealth check as you're trying to make your way out of this forest.
5: With the 10 or without?
0: With, it lasts for up to an hour, I believe.
5: Yep. Damn it. 37.
0: Nice. 13. 20.
5: Wait, is it with the, oh, you said with the 10? Yeah. Yep. 26.
0: Okay. 31. 28. So, maybe about a thousand feet left before you get out of this space. And you guys are walking towards that glimmer of a change of light. <clears throat> the forest is even beginning to thin a bit. The fungal sprouts aren't nearly as frequent. The density of the uh, of the myconid trees beginning to get a little bit thinner as you're edging your way up towards that edge. Um, all of you hear Shogo's foot just squelch on like a rotted piece of mushroom. And as he does, there's this kind of like popping sound. And the entire group is suddenly enveloped in a cloud of spores (laughs) that just begin to swirl around you, kind of blinding you momentarily. But then the the cloud of spores begins to shift and kind of like ebb on the breeze of the cavern uh, of the the forested space and drift (laughs) off into the Mycanid forest. And you hear this creature. Off in the Run. distance, just kind of let out a great like howl. This, Ay! I immediately
2: <laughs> start running. Wait, what I know, <laughs> no, what this
0: I, is. So just starts running towards. I'm sprinting
2: full. First, anybody else?
0: Would I know what this is? Um, give me a nature check. <laughs> Four. Four? <laughs> Not a clue. It could be anything.
3: Yeah, I'll activate my boots of speed and I'm doubling everybody
0: else. <laughs> so, with Shogo running, Alex is running, Gelmir is running, Wintrud and Tear, what are you doing? I.
1: Hang on a second. Let me see here.
7: <laughs> I'm I am want to
1: check. Yeah, I'm just gonna run to
0: keep up with the others.
6: Yeah, you start sprinting, tier.
0: Yeah,
6: um, I'm casting invisibility, and I'm still <laughs> sneaking.
0: And you cast invisibility. <laughs> and, and you kind you s- of- Yeah, yeah yes. but you if if you stay in, if you stay stealthy, it means you're not moving that fast.
6: Oh Everybody yeah. Everybody else
0: is running away. At full I'm gonna t- like
6: snake away, like kind of off to where I'm not away from where the sound was.
0: Okay, uh, as you come off the path slightly, um, the others get very far ahead of you. (laughs) They're about halfway closing the distance to get out of the forested area. And because you're not traveling as fast as you do, over your right shoulder, breaking through um, the shredded remains of the forested edge from the direction that you came through, this huge creature comes lumbering out on six arms this huge face, its body covered in like um, micated organic um, uh, elements of its of its form, and it's <laughs> it's moving at a full tilt. It goes right by you as it's now pursuing the other four, and you're off the path. The four of you up ahead. You can hear something very heavy pursuing the four of you as you're racing towards the edge of the forest. It's now 500 feet up ahead. You can feel the ground tremble (laughs) as this huge form is getting closer and closer. You could smell this sweet kind of rotted meat smell coming from behind you as you're racing towards the edge of the forest. (laughs) So there's there's two creatures? Just one, but it's got... Well, if you turn to look over your shoulder, this 20-foot-tall... By 15 foot long creature with these furry organic arms, three on either side of it. Its huge face, a distorted amalgamation of organic material, and it's just lumbering on all six of its arms, like almost like an ape that kind of moves quickly. It's coming towards you. It's just this feral shriek and scream as it's pursuing you.
5: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, as I'm sprinting, um, if it's, if, if I'm noticing that it's catching up, as soon as it's within sixty feet, I wanna, uh, I'm gonna tell the group, I'm gonna try to banish this thing, and then we should keep running if it, if it works. It's a, it's mm. a new thing I've been working on, and uh, <sighs> that, that would be my plan to try to banish it and keep running.
0: All right, what's the save for that?
5: Charisma, seventeen. Ooh. And I don't think it has charisma.
0: So, Tyr, as you're behind it, you hear Alexander yell something out, and the creature that was there is now gone. Just disapparates. The rest of you recognize that Alexander's spell took, and you bolt towards the edge of the forest, coming out on the other side. And, Tyr, since you're slower again, with the creature now not there, what do you want to do? You're about Four hundred feet from the edge of the forest. Uh, I mean,
6: I can just stay invisible and move regular speed now, right? Yeah. You just- could, but the spell only lasts a minute. Well, then I'll just book it to them. Yeah. Until, I, I, until the invisibility ends, then I'll keep booking it.
0: Okay. So as you realize the creature's been banished, you start running as fast as you can. At that moment, you guys watch as an invisible space of the of the forest edge that you guys came out of. Parts open, and out steps Tear as the invisibility fades, and he's now standing amongst the five of you, or the four of you. Alexander, you feel your concentration fall away as the minute goes by, and you can hear the shriek of the monster back behind you as it feels both... You guys can sense it's confused. It's lumbering in the forest like it's trying to find you. You can see parts of the forest like actually being kind of like brought down Hmm. by the creature. You're currently standing in a large cavern. There are a series of collapsed corridors, hallways, rooms, a jumble. Of what looks to be like maybe this used to be a very well put together dungeon at some point, but it's all come apart. And at the very top of this pile of junk of like dungeon remains, you can see an opening of a tunnel up in front of you. Mm. So I was able to move 160 feet per round.
3: So would have I had time to investigate all this before they get here.
0: Um I would say you were a thousand feet away at that point. So I would say you would at least have a few moments to do a quick investigation, just as everybody else is coming into the space. So you could go ahead and give me an investigation check. 17. 17. You could see that the way this place has collapsed in on itself there's like a terrace of stones and, and debris that gradually lead up towards the top of the, the debris pile and would get you up the 500 feet up into where that that entrance into the tunnel is. Yeah, I'm gonna go up that. Okay, so as you're scrambling up, everybody else comes stumbling out. You guys can all see Gelmir scrambling up the debris pile in the direction of the tunnel.
2: Can he the fly? shrieks
0: of the creature are getting louder but they haven't made it out of the uh, of the forested area yet.
3: And so I have a climbing speed equal to my walking speed?
0: Yeah, I mean, like you're scampering up it as fast as you can move.
3: 160 feet per <laughs> round.
0: Yeah. Damn. Gelmir is hauling <laughs> ass up the debris pile. let spider will never get me again! What are the four you doing? I'm I'm
5: following Gelmir as best I can, trying to get okay. up there.
2: Okay, shall I go. Um, I've been piggybacking Nika this entire time. I'm honestly kind of surprised I'm still alive. But uh,
1: <laughs> welcome to the party.
2: Yeah, um, I'm going to try and uh, uh. follow the others relying okay. more on my strength than uh, okay. on my uh, mobility.
0: Here. What are you guys doing? Starting to climb. Okay.
6: Uh, Yeah. Just
0: following. All right, so Gilmere, acrobatics or athletics with advantage? Everybody else, athletics or acrobatics? Your choice. Athletics or acrobatics? So yep. I, okay. Acrobatics.
2: Natural 20 for 28. Nice. 15. 22. 17.
0: 16. So for some of you, it's an easier job to do than the other. You guys are rapidly scaling up this debris pile. Gelmir, you get up to the top of the debris pile first to look down watching the other four gradually making their way up. Um, so far, no one's slipped or fallen. You're in front of the open tunnel and as you look down, you watch as the forest just parts open. <laughs> and this Uradok comes out of the edge of the, the, the Mycandrian forest, and its huge form looks up to see everyone scampering up the debris pile. You at the top, it stands on two of its arms like their legs, and then the other forearms come together as it beats on its chest and begins to lope in the direction. Of the debris pile, and that's where we're going to finish today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was that thing called? Uh, I'd like to see a search for a picture of it.
0: Um, okay. I will show you what it looks like, although it's a variation of its original form.
5: Unlike <laughs> this we're not going to fight it. No. <laughs> <fighting it. laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah.
6: But- <laughs> terrifying you'll say oh yeah like you know what that is i have no idea it's what an udak
0: you know it's u-d-a-a-k it's one of uh matt mercer's creations it's not it's not that <laughs> i know what it
1: is it's that i i it makes sense now with the arms and stuff it's like yeah. primate oh. with the, yeah i get it now
0: but yeah it's one of my home brews of using this thing i love using this thing so the 3d printer oh no 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 this is no. this was a purchase Oh, that okay. was a purchase. I was like, well, I got very lucky <laughs> when okay. I found that. I was very happy. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming out. You guys all go ahead and linger for a moment because we got to talk about the fact that getting to the Underdark was a milestone. So everybody else, linger. Everyone else, uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Be safe. Be kind. Don't forget to play a game. And we will see you in a couple hours for Fool's Errand. This group will see you next week. Good night, everybody. do 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 do. I need I need